High School Football is on the air. HavenFootball.net and the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's game is between the 3-5 and five Lower Marion Aces and your 7-1 Strathaven Panthers. Pulling away is Schuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. He sees the rush coming, and they've got it wrapped up. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks. Tonight's game is sponsored by... The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. They say time flies when you're having fun, and in the blink of an eye here, we're at week nine of the high school football season here in southeastern Pennsylvania. It's flown by. Panthers sitting at eight and one, led largely by 16 dedicated seniors who come through, most of them through the middle school program, and now their fourth year with head coach Kevin Clancy and the high school program. And believe it or not, again, the parents are, are out on the field tonight in honor of those seniors, cheerleaders, and players tonight being honored at George L. King Field. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it goes way faster than you'd ever think. And so here are the Panthers in Week 9, their last regular season home game for these 16 seniors and a, 10 cheerleaders. But, uh, hey, Panthers are looking for more. We don't think, actually, this will be the last game at George L. King Field this season. So more to come in playoff talk in the weeks ahead. But standing in the way tonight for the Panthers trying to move to nine and to 8-1, and one, looking to get things going on senior night on another beautiful night for football here in Wallingford. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll from my long-winded intro here. Just... Uh, Looking out at all these seniors, 10 cheerleaders uh, being honored in advance. 10 cheerleaders including Olivia Barone, Lexi Bennett, Andre Gustafson, Madison Law, Marin Lent, Maisie Lewis, Abigail Oldham, Asia Montgomery, uh, Diami Rivas-Hill, and Oliver Stockman. Joined by 16 football players who have uh, put on quite a show this season. Mike, uh, Panthers sitting at 7-1, trying to make it 8-1 tonight if they can knock off uh, a three-win team across the field. Lower Marion comes in. Uh, having lost a, a handful of games in a row after a three and two start, but uh, you know, Mike Panthers trying to get healthy and and keep that balance going between run and pass and and try to build on a really good defensive effort a week ago. There's no doubt. I mean, the, the, the Panthers have a lot of advantages right now. They've played the toughest teams in their league. They have beat all of them except for for uh, Garner Valley. Um, 
they seem to be a fairly a reasonably dominant 5A team. They're certainly rated as a dominate 5A team in District 1 is ranking right now a second, possibly finishing third. We'll see how it plays out. In the meantime, by taking on uh, Lower Marion and, and Radnor, neither one are slouches by any stretch of the imagination. But on the other hand, it's, it's teams they should be able to beat. They're able to, to rest people, get healthy, um, you know, and be prepared. The other thing is with a very high seed, you know, uh, the, the Panthers may, will probably conclude the season at 9-1 and they'll end up playing a team that could be, have won as few as three games, probably four and six. And that, of course, means that their first playoff game should also be something that they should be able to handle. After that, it's anybody's guess as to what's going to happen. But uh, the timing is good for the Panthers. They've had a great year. They've shown some tremendous improvement. And I'm going to miss number 23, Matt Schuler. I've watched him since he was a freshman. I kept salivating as he got older and faster and stronger. Um, and he has really come into his own. He's had a great year this year. And I don't know where he's going, if any place. You know, the reality is, is that our kids just are generally not big enough and fast enough to play in big-time college ball, and that's okay. I mean, it's it's not the end of the world. But uh, it's great to see the, these, these terrific high school careers, and it's always fun to hear if they go on to play football and how they do, and we do pay attention to it. And, Matt, uh, you mentioned him. He is getting some college interest from Wagner, from uh, Lafayette, a, a few other FCS schools uh, as well. Um, so we'll keep tabs on him. But he and 15 other teammates will be honored tonight, including – uh, number three, Colin Grafton. Number 16, Nate Harrington. We mentioned Matt Schuler already. Uh, his backfield mate, uh, number 24, Chase Barlow. Number 27, special teams ace, Brandon Miller. Uh, number 28, Greg Belleville, out of the lineup again tonight. He's uh, missed the entire season with injury, but uh, would have been a, a huge part of this. He was last year's leading tackler had he been uh, healthy this year. Uh, Charlie Shankweiler, the soccer goalie and uh, place kicker extraordinaire. And game winner. And game winner against (laughs) Springfield a couple weeks back. Uh, Defensive end, number 45, Andrew Ensley. 46, Jake Pertagon. Uh, 50, Jack Beck is your two-year starter at center. Uh, Your senior co-captain at guard, Nick Filios, is the senior. Um, uh, Ethan Barrar, who's really had two very good seasons as a junior and now a senior, has been outstanding. He's moving to strong safety again tonight. Uh, but has typically played some defensive line. Uh, Jake Millette, uh, he's an all-Delco candidate this year, if you ever saw one, at, at uh, six, six, four, 290 at right tackle, just dominating at, at offensive tackle. And then the two defensive ends, 84 and 85, Mason Green and Nate Perlman, joined by the other uh, bookend tackle on the offensive line, Aiden Williams wearing 78, who stepped in for Ben Faribault after that injury in game one. Uh, and has been marvelous. So, uh, again, this is a ton of leadership, a ton of talent, and uh, you guys have been just a pleasure to watch uh, play football, and uh, the coaches think the world of this group. And like we said, it is very, very likely at this point that the Panthers uh, will not only host the opening round of the playoffs here, but uh, are in pretty good shape to to really host two playoff games at the very least uh, should they uh, progress well over the next couple weeks. So... Assuming they can take care of business tonight, uh, that, that would bode well for uh, at least a, another game or two uh, here on their home field. So, uh, speaking of which, the uh, Aces uh, of Lower Mary come in 3-5. and five. Head coach Joe Augustine uh, have been bitten by the injury bug pretty hard uh, in the last few weeks, and that really 
change their tune. That, you know, that three and two record uh, to start the season that was their best start since 1992. Um, so again, best start in almost 30 years. Uh, they were rolling, but then lost their starting running back Jay Zeng, who is just a you know a powerhouse. And you wouldn't say that about someone who on paper is listed at five foot seven, but he is a uh, fantastic on the squat rack, and he was, you know, a three-year starter back there. So losing him in, out of that offense uh, that was really piling up points, they had over 40, 47 points or more in their three wins in the first month of the year. Um, but things changed, drast- changed drastically when Zeng went out of the lineup. Ben Booker, uh, who has, has started in his place and has done well, he is actually out of the lineup tonight as well for the Aces. So, uh, senior quarterback Jack Lido, who's uh, we mentioned in the 50-yard line uh, column this week, uh, you know, a three-year like state-level wrestler, terrific athlete all around. He's moving from quarterback to probably a slot, you know, running back receiver tonight. While um, junior Makai Smith, sorry, sophomore Makai Smith, takes the reins under center. So uh, a couple changes for the Aces just this week due to injury. Uh, but again, this is a team that has some weapons offensively. The Panthers' defense will be tested. Uh, probably see some shotgun spread. We'll probably see some eye formation. They will mix it up a bit. And then uh, after that, it's it's up to the, the Aces to try to come up with some sort of a scheme to slow down an offense uh, for the Panthers. It's still averaging about 350 yards a game on the ground. And we saw a new name last week jump into the fullback spot, Bobby Fuskas with a, a monster game, 10 carries, 161 yards, and three scores. He's expected to be in the backfield again tonight with Andrew Crawford. Uh, sorry, Anthony Crawford still out of the lineup. But, uh, Mike, it's, you know, as, as they introduce the seniors here, it's still uh, looking forward to a terrific game. Yeah, you know, Laura Marion, all the teams in the Central League, I mean, they may not have the talent. They may have gaps in their, in, in their, in their rosters. But the bottom line is, you know, they practice like everybody else practices, you know, four days a week and then game day, and they look at film, and they, you know, they play to the best of their abilities, and that's just as hard whether you're winning or whether you're losing. It's harder to get up and be motivated when you're losing. Obviously, when you're winning, that's easy. But I have a lot of respect for teams that have tough years. Panthers have had a couple of very tough years. Um, and, but, you know, and we weren't used to it at the time. But, but as an athlete, when I say athlete, I use the term very loosely. You know, former athlete in high school. You know, losing is part of the game. And, and the deal is you got to go out and you look for yourself to improve. You, if, if the team isn't good enough to win a lot of games and you're looking to see how you're improving your position, how you're reading, whether you're making the tackles, whether you're going for those extra yards. It, and it can be, it's true in any sport. And I, I, that's what I admire the most. So when I look at teams like Lower Marion and God, Harriton, poor Harriton, having just an awful year, that is so tough to get up in the morning and go put on the pads and work yourself to get better and to take your shots. Um, and then you go into a contest and you know, particularly with some teams, you know, this does not look good at all. So, you know, I, I admire them a lot. I think I give them a lot of credit, and I think certainly the fan base from both sides should also give them a lot of credit. Certainly and, do. And, uh, again, with the Panthers tonight, 7-1 and one coming in. We, we mentioned also on the website this week and, and posted our playoff projections, which, again, will change by Sunday. <laughs> we'll know yes, more uh, late Saturday night as to how teams fared this weekend in their games, and we'll do it again this weekend and, and post late next week on where we think things will land. 
Um, right now, a couple of big games in the 5A uh, playoff race for tonight. We will try to keep you posted on Conestoga and Marple Newtown. We will do our best to get an Interborough Avongrove score. Uh, and then if we go up towards uh, Willow Grove a little bit, up in my old stomping grounds, Upper Moreland and Plymouth White Marsh. Those are three huge games uh, in terms of seeding and playoff points and whether the Panthers can maybe keep hold of that two seed uh, or maybe fall to three. Uh, there, there's a few things to consider there. And Marple Newtown and Conestoga, big playoff implications for both of them. Conestoga could end up with a home playoff game uh, with a win tonight uh, at the 6A level. Marple Newtown trying to solidify their spot uh, for at least one home tilt uh, up in Newtown Square and, and maybe more uh, as Marple, I project to, you know, they, with a win tonight, if they win out uh, and finish 7-3, and three, they could very well end up as uh, maybe 5 or 6 seed. Well, and of course, the advantage to home field versus non-home field, other than the obvious stuff, is that home field would indicate that you're in the top 8 of that bracket as opposed to the bottom 8. So, you know, you get into the playoffs, and look, I'm more than happy to send as many teams as you can to the playoffs, but the first round can be some serious mismatches, and the lower you are on that, bot, you know, below 8, you know, you get 9, 10, 11, 12, then you're probably playing pretty evenly matched teams. But if you're getting down to 14, 15 and barely squeak in, you're going to take on a powerhouse in, in District 1. So that makes it a little disheartening. But, like I said, I'm very much in favor that as many people get into the playoffs as they possibly can. And District 1 has certainly done that with 5A classification. 16 teams get in. And that, you know, for a lot of these kids, this is going to be the last time they're going to put on pads. And it's it's a pride thing to say, well, you know, we made the playoffs. and have a great record, but we made the playoffs. We got a playoff game. We played one extra game this year. And that's a big positive, and I like it. And uh, I just – but if you're the team and you're, you're number 15 and you're facing number two, that's, that, that's going to be a tough game. But that's, it's, it's a good contest. They are wrapping up the introductions of the seniors as a big hug near midfield for Nate Perlman tonight. That's your uh, strongest Panther, pound for pound in the weight room, and uh, good way to wrap it up. He's wearing number 85 tonight. Panthers in their all-black uniforms, silver helmets, and white numerals on the front and back, and the road whites for the aces over on the far sideline with the dark purple pants and helmets for Lower Marion. We'll uh, just uh, take a short time out, be back for the... Uh, maybe a little more commentary and uh, the national anthem and, and a opening kickoff. We're moments away. Glad you joined us. Live or on the archive here on HavenFootball.net. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give them a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. 
Welcome back to George L. King Field as they wrap up the pregame festivities for in honor of all of our senior football players and cheerleaders tonight. Captain's ready to meet at midfield for the coin toss momentarily here. Uh, wanted to send a shout-out. If you love high school football in this area uh, and have time after the broadcast tonight, um, we have been big fans and kind of partnered with for, for years since I've been doing this since 2002 with uh, the former WNPV up in Lansdale. They ran a scoreboard show. Uh, a lot of those guys, journalists and broadcasters up in the Lansdale area covering Suburban One. Um, they have been picked up. Last week was their first show on 12.10 a.m. from 10 to midnight. Uh, the scoreboard show, Kevin Cooney and uh, Jeff Nolan are running it with um, you know lots of other help up there. Um, and people calling in. Coach Clancy called in after the week uh, after the win last week. It was a lot of fun. So if uh, after our broadcast you want to hear more about what's going on in District One and District Twelve, uh, hey, we'll, we'll. I was. Let's put it this way. I was up late. My wife was wondering, "What are you doing?" I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm fired up after a win anyway. But uh, to hear two more hours of football talk, that was fantastic. Captains tonight for the Panthers: Matt Schuler, Chase Barlow, Nick Filios, and Jake uh, Millet. Uh, for the Aces, big number 60, two-way tackle Xavier Archowski. 69 uh, is a two-way lineman, uh, James Dockerty. Jack Leto is your senior quarterback and free safety as well. So Panthers will uh, gather at midfield here momentarily. We'll take a short time out and be back for the tail end of the Star Spangled Banner. The band is here, people in the stands. We are ready to rock and roll here in week nine of the high school football season. Be back in just a moment on havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. That's the 12th man, the Strathaven marching unit, blasting out the Star-Spangled Banner under the direction of Nick Pinataro. Fantastic job, as always. Looking forward to them at halftime as well, and we'll hear from Andrew Kaufman and Pete Fulginetti with halftime chatter. One other game I failed to mention that uh, should be a good one tonight and still have some impact both on 6A and 5A playoffs in terms of bonus points and so forth, Downingtown East and Downingtown West. So, uh... Kotmeyer up in Downingtown is absolutely packed tonight for the crosstown rivalry. And the Panthers will be kicking it away to start things, standing deep to return for Lower Marion Andre Gilmore alongside of Brennan Else. They 
Await near the hash marks at the 10-yard line as Charlie Shankweiler has it teed at the 40-yard line over on the far hash. So Lower Marion will receive and move left to right as we get started. Starting just a couple minutes late thanks to the pregame festivities, but we will keep you posted here, and if we get quicker score updates from elsewhere, we'll do our best to share them as well. All right, Shankweiler, fresh off the soccer field, (laughs) ready to go, has a teed, hand in the air, and approaches. Here we go, high, short kick. It's going to come down. This will be Els at the 21-yard line, working to his left to the far sideline, and he is grabbed by the shirt tail and tripped down beautifully all by himself. Aiden Sutherland drops him at the 21, so no return as he moved laterally right to left, could not get anywhere past number 15 in silver and black. All right, the Lower Marion offense tonight, led by quarterback sophomore Makai Smith. Jack Lee will be a running back. We will probably see Jay Zhang as well. Wide receivers include Brennan Els, uh, Lance Kim on Andre Gilmore. When they use a tight end, it'll be Aiden Flazar. Center is Hubert Fan. Guards, David Schaefer and James Dougherty. Xavier Ochowski, one of the better ones in the Central League, joined by number 56, Paul Lang. All right, we'll get to the Panther defense momentarily, but from the 21-yard line, they open with an eye formation, fullback offset to the right. Receivers are split. And under center, they go with a toss play. Looking for room off this left side. This is Lido, and he's going to be dropped for a loss. Back of the 20, thanks to Bobby Fuscas shooting the gap. And Where we heard that name before. Yeah, that's right. So Lido has, uh, puts it to second down and 11. Panther defense tonight, Nate Perlman, Jason Williams, uh, Ben Farabaugh, and Mason Green are your front four. Chase Barlow and Bobby Fuscas on the inside. Austin Connor and Ethan Barrar on the outside at uh, linebacker. Uh, corners, A.J. Glavichick and Chase Nangle. And the free safety is Aiden Sutherland. Second down and 11 from the 20. In the shotgun is Smith. Three wide receivers to the right. Lido comes in motion. They give it to him on a jet sweep, and now he's going to look to throw it. He's still got his eyes downfield. Now he's banged out of bounds for a loss. Nice work there by Chase Barlow back at the 16-yard line. So another loss. And that would be a sack as he was looking to throw. Well, it was a handoff first. I don't know if we're going to call that a a sack I'm going to put that down as a TFL. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Lido loses four more. And and that was, was I'm sorry, that was a coverage situation. There was just nobody. They had two guys downfield. They were blanketed. So nice little wrinkle there for Lower Marion. They've got two guys that can sling it. Makai Smith, who's in the shotgun, and Lido who is now split to the left. Three wide receivers to the left. Motion man is Zhang. Give inside on third and 15, and springing is Lido off to the left side. He takes one man miss, two man misses, takes Klavichik for a ride, and then he's dropped at the 36-yard line. Good work there by Lido to pick up a first down. Wow. Excellent job picking up 20. Panthers uh, probably weren't expecting a run there on third and 16, but... Lido moves the chains. Nicely done. No doubt about it. Haven just got caught looking. Lower Marion will try it again now from their own 36. First and 10. Two receivers to either side. Makai Smith in the gun. Back on his right hip. Looks, fires to the right flat. Is delivered high and incomplete. Glavichick lurking, looking for a... On that overthrow, intended receiver Gilmore on the near sideline here. And uh, went through Gilmore's hands and Glavichick home. He needed another step to pull it in. Second and ten. Glavichick 
catches that one, and I don't think anybody's going to catch him. No. He's going to the house. Nothing but green in front of him anyway. 10-21 to play here in the opening quarter. Jack Lido checks out of the game momentarily, so hopefully it's all, all is well over there for the Aces star senior. Three wide, rec- Four wide receivers now. Slot to either side, split to either side. Panthers with a four-man front. Motion, and the give is to Zhang. Zhang looking for running room, cuts it back, and not much doing. Still shifts away from one, two tackles, but Ethan Barrar says no with help from Nate Perlman. They drop him back at the 33-yard line, loss of three on the play. Yeah, give him credit. He was trying to find something to go to, and this particular case, he probably would have just better off turning up field and taking a, uh, a little bit less of a loss, but still a good effort trying to find some daylight. Sam Zhang, a junior, checks out of the game now. His older brother, Jay, is the one we mentioned in pregame, was slated to be the starting running back and had an excellent start to the season before injury has knocked him out for the last couple of weeks. Split to the far far side is Lance Kim. Two receivers to the near side. Pistol look this time on third and 13. Lido goes in motion to the left. And it's a quarterback draw here up the middle, and Smith is going to find not much room. Nice work there by the Panthers' front. Getting off the block quickly, Ben Faribault. Back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's about it. So a gain of three for Smith turns this into fourth down and ten. Yeah, real quickly, those people that are going to our website, we had to switch servers uh, or, or website actually uh, hosts, and it's screwed up our site a bit. I will be rebuilding it over the weekend, so bear with us. Thank you. All right. Lido in the shotgun. And they bring in number 14, Declan Mack, alongside him. This is probably a punt formation here, and it is. It's a quick kick for Lido. Wobbler. It's going to end up in the hands of Sutherland, who makes one man miss at the 40 and tumbles out to the 44-yard line. So good field position for the Panthers for their first possession. 8.49 to play here in the opening quarter. And Sam Milligan, your junior quarterback, brings the offense onto the field. He has Chase Barlow, Bobby Fuskus, and Matt Schuler in the backfield with him. Mason Green and Nate Perlman are your tight ends. They'll use Aiden Sutherland and maybe Chase Nangle at split end when they use one. Jack Beck is your senior center. Guards, Ethan Barrar, Nick Felios, Aiden Williams, and Jake Millett round out the all-senior front line on senior night. All right, Panthers, wing left, two backs behind Milligan, two tight ends in front of him. On first and ten, this is Barlow off the left side, and he's got room across the 45, out to about the 47, 48 maybe. Gain of four for Chase Barlow, your leading rusher on the season for the Panthers. Comes in averaging still almost eight yards per carry to go with his 14 rushing touchdowns on the season. Second down and six upcoming. Uh, Garnet Valley's up 6-0 on Springfield already. Extra point fails. Well, that's just a couple minutes in. Drew Van Horn with a pick for the Jaguars. Here, second down and six. Wing to the left is Barlow. Schuler in the backfield. They fake it to him, and rolling to his left is Milligan. He's going to outrun the defense across the 50, 45, first down, and slung out of bounds. At, uh, see where they spot him out at the 40-yard line. Nice work by Milligan. Rips off a gain of 12, and another Panther first down. Speaking of lofty yards per carry, Milligan, <laughs> he's, he's over seven yards per carry as a quarterback this year. Yeah, Milligan, I mean, not, not only does he do well in the end sweeps like that or when he's going out rolling for a pass, but he's extremely well on quarterback sneaks. First and 10 from the Aces 40-yard line, Milligan under center. Wing to the right, and this is Schuler with room off the right side. Cuts it back, and nice tackle down low. Good job there. Shooting in by number one, Charlie Coyle. 
Uh, Lower Marion defense, speaking of, <laughs> Luke Hendrickson, Xavier Archowski, James Doherty, and Paul Lang are your front four. Charlie Coyle and Andrew Cook, and uh, we'll have to get the other linebackers. Ben Booker is out. Aiden Fleazar joins him in the linebacking core. Andre Gilmore, Brennan Ellis are your corners, and Jack Lido is your free safety. Second down and seven after Schuler went for three. Gives to Fuscus with room off the right side. Cuts it back, and he's undercut near the first down marker. We'll see. Check the spot. If they give him the 30-yard line, they'll move the chains. I think he's going to be just shy. Just short. So no. give Fuscus six on his first touch of the night. It'll be third down and one. We might see a Milligan quarterback sneak here. Last week, he you know tried a quarterback sneak for a yard and ended up getting 13. Does it go for two or five, <laughs> this yeah. sneak here? I think it's back to Fuscus here. 7-0-3, 7-0-2 and counting to play in the opening quarter. Panthers third and one from the lower Marion, 31. Fuscus, nope, they fake it to him, and here comes Barlow off the left side. They read it well. He hops over a tackler, and I think he's got a first down. We'll see. They had a shot at him in the backfield, and he had a nice little hurdle there over number 15, Brennan Else, and they're going to put it down on the 30-yard line, and that'll move the chains. Yeah, I'm really impressed with Laura Marion's defense. First of all, their tackling's been really good. And, you know, the, the, if, if the backfield cornerback safeties have to come in and make a stick, they, they go very, very low, take the legs out. Go ahead. First and 10 for the Panthers from the 30. Moving right to left. Milligan under center. Motion man is Barlow. They give to Fusca straight up the middle. And, oh, undercut. You mentioned it, yep. Mike. There's Coyle taking him out at the ankles. Yep. And nice work there just as Fusca started to get ahead of steam. Drops him after a gain of four. Second and six. It's That's going to prevent the big break-open runs because you you successfully do, drop that shoulder and get take his legs out. Uh, Fusis is good, but he doesn't fly. <laughs> Second down and six. From the 26. Milligan gives to Fuscus off the left side. Cut back to his right. Has some room this time. Spins forward to the 15-yard line. That's a gain of 10 more and a first down. Yeah, that was a case where they tried to tackle him around the waist. He shook it off. Uh, and they, they eventually brought him down with another leg tackle. Nice little cut. Very subtle yeah. cut. Uh, straight ahead and then just a little bounce to his right there. Found does, a seam. Well blocked He does the whole here. thing with his upper body. First and 10 from the 16. Panthers go quickly. Give it to Barlow off the left side. He's down inside the 10. They'll put it down, I guess, on the 10-yard line. So gain of six more for Barlow and... Offensive line starting to find their sea legs a little bit here. This drive started back at the 40-yard line. A yep, little, little bit of hands on the hips for Lower Marion, which I understand. They've been on the field a long time. Second down and about four. Or almost four here. Milligan turns, gives to Schuler, looking for room off the right side. Bounces outside and now stiff arm across the 10. No, oh. nicely done there. Hanging on. That's Brennan Else. Dropping him at about the eight, so it'll be about a yard and a half shy of a first down here. Boy, when you when you can stay with Schuler, who's pretty much putting into high gear, uh, that's impressive. Very impressive tackle there from Brennan Else. Else. Yep. All right, third and a yard for the Panthers. Four forty-six, four forty-five, and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Panthers chipping away a few yards at a time here. Third down and a long one. Fuscus off the right side. He's going to bounce it off the edge, and he's going to be stacked up shy of the goal line and still oh. into the end zone. I think that last bump actually bumped him into the end zone. Gain of eight and a touchdown for Bobby Fuscus, his fifth of the year. 
Nicely done. Looked like they had him wrapped up a couple yards shy, and then suddenly falls forward into the end zone. Nice work there by the Panthers, taking advantage of uh, relatively good field position near midfield. And Charlie Shankweiler on for the extra point. 35 of 38 on the season. Sam Milligan to hold. Evan Menneker to snap. Snap is a good one. Ball spotted. Kick is away. And Shankweiler punches it through. 7-0 Strathaven. 4.28 to play here in the opening quarter. We'll take a short time out see if Laura Marion can answer when we come back on havenfootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, from football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Top Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at havenfootball.net. Bobby Fusca scored three times a week ago and now punches it in on the opening drive tonight. Eight yards out, excellent work from the four ball carriers on that drive. And with 4.28 to play here in the opening quarter, Strathaven leads it 7-0. Shankweiler ready to kick it away. It's Gilmore and Else awaiting at the 15. Shankweiler high, end over, and kick's going to land right at the goal line and carry through the end zone. Touchback for the senior. Well done there, Charlie. And it gives Lower Marion a long field here to start. A couple of quick updates. Avangrove leads Interborough 7-0, 3.55 to go in the first. Radner leads... Trails Haverford 14-7. Springfield and Conestoga tied at 6, 420 to go in the first. Marple Newtown and Conestoga? Yes, Marple Newtown. Gotcha. Okay, uh, tied at 6. Okay. No, no well. don't have a score from that one yet. Oh, okay. Springfield and I think they're playing Garnet Valley. Garnet Valley are tied at 6. Okay, Ooh, Springfield really. and Garnet. All right, Springfield gotcha. and Garnet, yeah. Okay, here we go. First and 10 for Lower Marion from their own 20. Smith, three receivers to his right, and he's rolling that way. Eyes downfield, fires to the flat. It's complete. And near first down yard, I think it'll be just a bit shy. Austin Connor wrapping up this receiver on the near side. That's Sam Zeng. The junior takes it out to the 26. Brings up second down and four. So nice delivery there from Smith to get things started. And Zeng with his first reception of the night. Second down and four. Panther defense trying to... Keep the field tilted in this direction. Moving left to right here is is Lower Marion. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Tight end to the right as well. Smith, single setback, and he's going to roll to his left quarterback sweep. Aggies strung him out pretty well. Now can they make the stop? It's Jason Williams meeting him just a couple yards shy of the first down marker, along with a few other Panther tacklers. We'll see where they spot it. He's definitely shy of the 30. Brings up third down and two. Gives Smith a couple on his second carry of the night. 3.55 and counting to play here in the first. Checking out of the game, number 14, Declan Mack. And they bring in Luke Hendrickson, number 44, as a tight end here. Interborough scores on a 70-yard run from Abu Kamara. PAT was blocked. 7-6. 7-6, Avangrove. 
on top of Interboro. All right, here we go. Third and two from the 28-I formation. Tight end to the right. Panthers nearly jump. They give it to the tailback. Looking for running room is Lito oh. and going nowhere. Chase Bart. I'm sorry, that's Mason Green. 84, not 24. You're going to get a flag on the play as well. Is that, uh, or is that somebody's, that's uh, some equipment. Yep. All right. So they're going to lose a couple on the play, turn it to fourth and four, and the punt team comes on. Great job by Barlow. Shooting through to drop Lito for a loss of two. It's two outstanding wrestlers uh, meeting head-to-head in the backfield there. All right, standing deep to return for the Panthers on the punt. Chase Nangle on the far hash and Sutherland on the near hash. Left-footed punt's going to come end over end, wobbling, and it hits just shot across midfield. Panthers run away from it. Good call and a terrific roll for Lower Marion. Across the 35, down to the Panther 33-yard line. So, nicely done there. 41 on the punt, no return, and the Panthers will start at their own 33-yard line. It's 2.38 to play here in the opening quarter. Panthers looking to add to the 7-0 lead. They scored at the 4.28 mark on Bobby Fusca's fifth touchdown of the season. And that was a lower Marion three and out. First, their second possession, first time they went three and out. So we'll see what Haven does here. Fuskas is your fullback. Wing to the right is Schuler, and now they shift. Schuler into the uh, wing left, and Barlow has a backfield and a carry. Looks for room off the left side, cuts it back across the 35 to maybe the 37. Gain of four for Barlow, and again, just chipping away. Four carries, 15 yards for the senior. No big plays on that opening drive for the Panthers. Milligan had a sweep for 12. Fuskas had a gain of 10 and a gain of 8 on that opening drive, but... Everything else, just, uh, hey, a few yards at a time. Can wear a defense out doing something like that for a while. They'll keep it going here from the 37. From the left hash, wing to the right is Barlow. Motion man is Schuler. They give it to Fuskas off the right side. He's got a few more just following Jake Millett out near the first down marker. We'll see where they spot it. Looks to be about a yard short. So five more for Bob Fuskas. 33 yards on five carries. Well, I'll tell you, if Laura Marin came into this game saying, look, we may not win this, but we want to prevent the big play, so far so good. I don't know if they even said that, that we may not win this. this is, wow. yeah, you got some competitors here. They're, uh, again, three-game losing streak, but looking to end it here. Third down and one from the 42. Milligan turns, Fuskas off the left side, cuts back to his right, has a first down, and is tumbled at the 47-yard line. Gain of five more. And the Panthers move the chains again. So, Panthers doing what they do. Yep. <laughs> Perlman, Perlman checks out, Sutherland in. Yeah, and of course we're down to just about a minute left in the first quarter, so it's exactly what Aiden wants to do. Aiden Sutherland sets up tight end to the right. Mason Green tight end to the left. Wing left is Schuler, And now Coach Clancy is uh, disappointed in what he sees pre-snap. All right, he'll call timeout. We'll take a short one with him. 107 to play here in the opening quarter. Panthers leading 7-0. Be back to see if they can finish the drive on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier. Like a PNC business line of credit. Or PNC Total Auto. A place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight. To search for a new house within your budget. PNC. Make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback 
and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. First and 10, Panthers at their own 47-yard line, leading 7-0. Milligan under center. Nine men in the box for Lower Marion, and they go with a play fake. Back to pass. Has Sutherland out there, and he fires. He's got a man. Sutherland could not haul it in inside the 25. Milligan had to shift his feet there, throw it on the run a little bit, and just let him by a hair too much. Yeah, actually, it wasn't lofted quite right, and it it kind of fell on his inside shoulder. Well, whatever. It was a good throw. I mean, decent throw, and it was, well, he caught it with it. He got his left hand on it. So. Just at the last second, had to shift in the pocket yeah. a little bit. Good push up front from uh, Archowski and the rest of the defensive line for the Aces. Second down and 10. The Panthers will try it again. Tight end to the right this time is Perlman. Wing to the left is Matt Schuler. They give, and it's a counter crisscross give to Schuler. He cuts it back and into the uh, secondary. Look out. Pulling away at the 30. 25 20. Has Milligan in front. Gets the big block. And on senior night, Matt Schuler will cash in from 53 yards out. <laughs> Counter crisscross does it again. That was a pretty play. I was totally, I had no idea where the ball was. Barlow (laughs) Barlow to Schuler and Milligan on the lead block, 30 yards downfield. And Matt Schuler punches it in for his eighth touchdown of the season. Well done. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Sam Milligan spots it, kick is away. It is long enough. And it is good. 14-0. Strathaven on top. Two rushing touchdowns and more of the same for the Panthers. We'll be back in just a moment. Stick with us on HavenFootball.net. High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers here. Keep listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Matt Schuler missed last week's game and back in the lineup tonight and uh, showing everybody why he's been fun to watch for three years now on the varsity level. 53 yards to the house with his third carry of the night, and the Panthers lead it 14-0. Here we go. Shankweiler, another pooch kick. High, short. It's going to come down and off the uh, return man, and nice work there by Coyle to bounce back on it. Couldn't field it in the air, but got a bounce that was still within his reach. He falls on it at the 31-yard line. So, ooh, that could have been disastrous for the Aces there. Panthers were bearing down quickly. But... Lower Marion will keep possession here at the 31-yard line, moving left to right with just 43 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. We'll try to keep you posted on scores elsewhere as we get them, but Marple Newtown leads Conestoga 3-0. Garnet Valley up 14-6 on Springfield. All right, thanks, Andrew. Receivers split to either side. I formation with a fullback offset left. They give to the tailback. Looking for running room is Alito and not much doing that time. Maybe just a couple. I'll put him down at the 33. As a host of Panthers in the neighborhood there, Mason Green, Ethan Barrar, and friends. So Lido has uh, 
gone forward on that one. Two of his five carries have been for positive yardage. They've stopped him behind the line three times in the early going. 15 seconds, 14 seconds to go here in the first quarter, and Lower Marion not interested in snapping it again. So we'll, uh, well, maybe they will. Let's hmm. see, five seconds, four seconds. Now they break the huddle, get to the line quickly. I think they're going to run out of time here. Well, yep, there's the gun. Okay. <laughs> All right, we've reached the end of the good start to the first quarter here for the Panthers. Senior night, 14 nothing is your lead. Panthers on top. Lower Marion will have second and eight when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. Thank you very much, Mr. Murphy. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Mike Mayer doing the color commentary, engineering, and more. Andrew Coffin and Pete Fulginetti helping with the stats and spotting and halftime chatter. We'll be back in. We're ready to go here to start this second quarter. They've switched sides, and Lower Mary now moving right to left in front of us. Second down and eight from their 33. They're set up on the far hash mark. Send Lido in motion to the right side, and they fire it out to the flat to him. He's got some yardage across the 35, out near the 38, 39 maybe, as they ride him out of bounds. Ethan Barrar pushes him out on that far sideline. See where they spot it. Lido to the 39. So gain of about six on the play. Smith, two for three for 12 yards, throwing it now as the sophomore pressed into action tonight. As, uh, again, some injuries in the backfield for the Aces has changed Jack Lido from a quarterback to a receiver position tonight and running back. Three receivers to the left. One to the right. Shotgun look here for Smith, who's rolling to his left. Eyes downfield. He's firing to the flat. He's got a man on the run. First down. Nicely done. Austin Connor rides him out of bounds across the, pant- uh, the lower Marion 46-yard line. 47. Yep. Gain of eight on the catch there by... Who's that uh, on the catch? I, I missed it. Uh, oh, that okay. was number Zang. two. Zang. Thank Sam you. Zang. Second catch of the night. Nice work there for Zang. Second grab. He has 14 yards receiving, and Lower Marion with a first down. From their 47, two receivers to either side. Makai Smith in the gun. Takes a low snap, fires a slant over the middle. He's got Zang again at the hash mark. He's going to spin his way across the 40, still on his feet, pulling away at the 30, 25-20. Barlow tracks him down by the ankles at the 15-yard line. Big play for Zang. Panthers just didn't wrap up when they had three or four shirts around him, and good tough running. Gives him a big game. And he caught the gap. I mean, he caught the the the, uh, the gap in the coverage, and, and the pass was right on the money. I mean, we're beginning to see why Lower Marion's had a better year than they've had for a few years. That was just a great play. 38 on the play, right up the seam, up that right hash mark. Three receivers to the left, one to the right now, first and 10 at the Panther 15-yard line. Zhang motions left to right. Makai Smith, give inside to Lido. Nothing doing. Panthers shutting down the run very well. He came around that corner like that. That was, uh, that was Austin 30, Connor. Yep. 
Nice work there by Connor, crashing in from the outside linebacker that was, spot. That was Pearlman. Oh, Pearlman, 85. That was, yep. that was 85. They're, they're yep. so close together. Yeah, they play next to each other, 35 yep. and 85. <laughs> he, just, he just zipped around the end, and, and just as, as the running back slowed down to hit the line, he just grabbed him from behind and threw him down. Gain great. of two for Lido. Second down and eight from the Panther, 13 now. Makai Smith, the sophomore, jogs in the play. John Coughlin. Senior lineman for the Aces checks out of the game. Two receivers, three receivers now to the right. One to the left. Smith, give inside is Toledo, who's going to try to bounce it out to this left edge and has the corner. Ten, five, and bumped out of bounds. We'll see where they spot this, but nice gain right there off the left side for Jack Lido. They'll put it down at about the four, but flag first. All right, looks like it's coming back. Unfortunate. It's back uh, for, for, for a holding. Unfortunate call. break there for the Aces, but of course, that was right at the point of attack. Yeah, it could yeah. very well be why Lido got the edge there. All right, so they'll march it back. Spot foul, 10 yards back. We'll put it at the 21 yard line. Big loss there. Brings up second down and 16. Two receivers 16. to the three receivers to the right, one to the left now. Makai Smith ready to go. Laura Marion bringing in the plays quickly. Rolling to his right is Makai Smith on second and 16. Has pressure, fires high, and it is caught on the far sideline by Gilmore. Is he inbounds? No signal. Yep. Yeah, okay, good. Good catch there by Gilmore down near the first down marker. We'll see where they spot this. They, they gave him the first. All right, first and goal to go. Wow. Gain of 16. First catch of the night from Gilmore. Good delivery from Makai Smith. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, for, for a backup quarterback, he's doing extremely well. 74 yards on five of six, throwing it for Makai Smith, and he's got him first and goal at the five. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Smith in the shotgun, and now they go with a counter play. Looking for room off the right side is Lido, and he's going to dive his way into the end zone for a Laura Marion touchdown. Ten minutes to go before halftime, and Jack Lido has the aces on the board. Nicely done. Beautiful call there. Had yep. everybody moving one way and then a quick counter going the other. Jack Lido, five-yard run, has the aces on the board. Lido will hold for the extra point try. Sean Fox, the left footer, on for the extra point try. Snap, spot, kick Ooh. is blocked. Right up the middle comes Perlman. Perlman and Austin Connor crashing in. An extra point, no good. But a terrific drive there for the Aces. Put together some nice passes off the arm of Makai Smith. And now the Panthers lead it by eight. With still ten minutes to play here before halftime. See what the Panthers can do with their next turn on HavenFootball.net. Looking for a way to reach families in the Wallingford Swarthmore area as well as surrounding communities? Our football games are not only broadcast live, but they are also fully archived for one year so our listeners can tune in at their leisure 24-7. Go to www.havenfootball.net and contact us for information on advertising on our Panther Broadcast Network. Link your company to the fun and excitement of Strathaven football. Panther football and your company, a great combination. This is CBS3 Sports Director Beasley Reese, and you're listening to High School Football on www.havenfootball.net. 
A 69-yard scoring drive for Lower Marion has them on the board. Panther lead cut to 14-6. Left footer high, end over end kick. It's going to come down to Sutherland at the 23-yard line. Looking for a little bit of room, steps away from one man. It'll lean his way out to the 35. So, terrific drive there for Lower Marion. Makai Smith, 5 out of 6, throwing it for 74 yards, including that 38-yarder to Sam Zeng to get things really rocking and rolling. And then, uh, again, a nice delivery to Gilmore for a gain of 16, and the Panthers ready to go here from the 35. A couple of quick, quick score updates. Interboro leads, leads Avangrove 14-7, Garnet Valley up on Springfield 20-6. All right, 14-6 here. Panthers with the lead and the ball. Just inside of 10 minutes to go before halftime. On first and 10 from the 35, it's Fuscas off the left, right side. Nothing doing. No gain on the play. Good work there from Cook, the sophomore linebacker, crashing in. And big number 60, Xavier Archowski. People are expecting uh, big things from him. He's just a junior, but he's got the size and uh, talent to go play on Saturdays in a couple of years. Yep, definitely a big kid. No gain for the Panthers on first down as Fuscus was stopped. Second down and 10 upcoming here. Wing to the left is Schuler. Two tight ends set. Play fake and rolling to his right is Sam Milligan. Looking, looking. Stops, steps away from one man. Now it's going to keep it. Dives across the 40-yard line. See where they spot it. Milligan all the way out to the 42. So give him seven. And brings up third down and short. Good coverage there from the Aces secondary. Couldn't find anybody open on that rollout. Yeah, coverage has been is, has been good. I don't know what the, I haven't been watching their their patterns yet, so I'm not too sure what they're what they're trying to achieve. Nine oh eight to play here in the second. Third and three for the Panthers. Two tight ends. Wing T behind Milligan. He gives to Schuler. Looking for running room. Follows his block. Still on his Ooh. feet. Oh, just lost his footing. Oh, the turf monster got him at the forty seven yard line. Gain of five. Or yep. he had some room to bounce it to the outside. Yeah, he definitely, uh, definitely was trying to maneuver, and boy, his feet just literally went out from under him. He tried to cut inside, and whoop, there went his feet. Conestoga takes a 73 lead on Marple, and Garnet Valley forces a safety 22 to 6. Okay. Garnet Valley trying to stay undefeated and near the top of the 6A playoff seating. First and 10 for the Panthers. From the 47, quick hitter to Fuscas, who's going to go right up the middle. Got help from Millet, and into the secondary he goes. 35-30, 25-20, 15. Bobby Fuscas finally shoved out of bounds down near the 5. Millet grabbed hold of him and just said, let's go, big fella. <laughs> and pushed him forward to get him through the line of scrimmage and down to the 8-yard line. Fuscas. Yeah, Millet had him in a, in a bear hug, practically. <laughs> Excellent job. By the senior, Jake Millett. Gain of 49 on the play. 45. 45 on the play. Thank you. Yes, it was this <laughs> side of the 50. Yep. All right, 83 yards on eight carries for Fuscas. He's the fullback in the wing tee. First and goal from the eight. They shift Barlow to the backfield. Give us to the senior. Barlow off the left side. Cuts back to his right, and they've got a hold of that leg again and drive him backwards as he reaches the five and not much else. So Barlow held in check so far. Five carries for 18 yards. And it'll bring up second down and goal to go from the five. Clock continues to melt here on the second quarter. 8.15 and counting to play before halftime. Panthers lead it 14-6 and looking for more here. Second and goal from the five. 
Two tight ends. Wing to the right. It's Schuler looking for room off the right. Bounces it inside, outside, lowers the shoulder, and he's going to be in for the touchdown. Oh, you could see Matt Schuler just lower his level and get underneath the pads of the defender at the goal line. Pushes his way for that last yard, and Matt Schuler in for the second time in his many drives. Panthers lead by two scores. Yeah, Matt Schuler obviously doesn't want uh, Fustis catching up. <laughs> nice work there by. Matt taking it the last five yards, 7.55 to play here in the second quarter. Charlie Shankweiler is on for the extra point. Plenty of leg on this one, and down the middle it goes. Shankweiler for three for three. Panthers three for three on their drives tonight. All three have landed in the end zone. 21-6, Panthers. Laura Marion trying to answer when we come back on havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Well, Matt Schuler making the most of senior night. Got some help from his junior friends on that 65-yard scoring drive. Nice runs from Sam Milligan and Bobby Fusca set it up. And Schuler has given the Panthers a two-score lead once again. 21-6 is where we stand, and Charlie Shankweiler has it teed, ready to go at the near hash mark. Else standing deep, high, end over and kick's going to back Else up. Nope, it's going to go over his head and into the end zone again. Nice work by Shankweiler, sort of alternating pooch kicks and now two touchbacks on the night for the senior. 7.55 to play here before half. So, nice work here in the early going for the Panthers. Now the defense trying to bounce back after giving up a nice scoring drive and maybe need to tighten things up in the secondary. Uh, quick score update in the Catholic League. LaSalle 35, Father Judge 7 at halftime. So LaSalle looking to bounce back. And uh, that 6A Catholic League playoff should be interesting this year with LaSalle having already beaten St. Joe's Prep, but of course lost to Roman Catholic the next week. Archbishop Wood's going to be in the mix there too. That should be uh, quite a battle. All right, here we go. First and 10 for the Aces from their own 20. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Sophomore quarterback Makai Smith stands in the gun, takes the snap, looks, wants it all. Deep down this near sideline, has a man out here. Kim incomplete. Excellent coverage from Chase Nangle right on his inside hip. Yeah, and Lance Kim had no chance at that one. Yeah, that would have been a, an NFL pass to make that work. Nice to see the uh, Lower Marion take their shot downfield, though. Most of the passing's been to the flats and short curls and so forth. But, uh, hey, keep that defense honest. Back them up a little bit. Nicely well, done. I think they thought they might have been able to, 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 to uh, get past Nagel on the coverage. And, boy, Nagel stayed right with him. Second down and 10 from the 20. Gilmore split to the far side. Kim to the near side. Slot to either side as well. Declan Mack to the left. Zeng to the right. 
Makai Smith on second and 10, back to pass. Looking, pump fakes, fires to the right side, has a man underneath the coverage. Gilmore, first down yardage, across the 30, and then lunges out to the 36. Gain of 16 that, for that, Gilmore. That had to be a mistake. I mean, he there was nobody within seven yards of him. Nicely done right there. And again, it was a nice little pump fake, little shoulder fake there from Smith. I wonder if the Panthers uh, were back, still in their backpedal there. Yep, yep. And uh, breaking off the route nicely. Gilmore, three catches for 40 yards here in the early going. He split to the far side, Kim to the near side. Eye formation, fullback offset to the right, and they give it to Lito off the left side. He's got some running room off that left side and across the 40, out to the 43 before Barlow wraps him up. Nice work there from Lito and gaining some traction now is the ace or the, the Aces offense here. Eight carries for 30 yards here for Lito. He's gone for five and seven in his last two touches. Second down and three. Yeah, Lower Marion's been very impressive. I mean, I, they're probably, you know, 10, 20% away from having a winning season, I think, if they can continue this kind of success next year. Two receivers are split, and then two more in the slot. Trips left. Mikai Smith in the gun on second and three. From their own 43, takes the snap, looks right, comes back to his left, fires, has a man down the seam again. It's Zhang, who makes the grab for the second time. We'll try the left seam this time, and he makes the grab before Glavichick and Sutherland converge at the 30. Another big gainer there, 27 for Zhang, and he's tried that left hash after uh, some good success on the right hash. And that, that coverage was decent. I mean, there, you, you had two Panthers defending there, but they did not close down fast enough, gave them a little bit too much of a cushion potentially. Of course, they didn't want to get burned behind them. That's that's a big factor. Smith with some really nice, again, a nice little shoulder fake. Has guys uh, maybe freezing in the right. secondary just about a bit. First and 10 from the Panther 30. Smith give inside to Lito. Nothing doing this time. Jason Williams says no. Nothing doing as Big 72 drops him just shy of the 30-yard line, so they'll lose a yard. Second and 11 upcoming. Keep, uh, keep you posted on other scores as we get them, of course. Marple Newtown takes a 10-7 lead. All right. Good to know there. Marple and Conestoga, that's a huge game in the playoff consideration, both at 5A and 6A. All right, second down and 11. Gilmore split to the right. Kim to the left, two receivers in the slot right. Rolling that way to the right side is Smith. Steps up in the pocket, fires incomplete. Right in his face was Nate Perlman. Yeah. He... Pushed his blocker right into his lap. Nicely done by Perlman with the hurry, and it's third and 11. Oh, we're going to get a... Flag? Oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. Referee was talking uh, to one of the Lower Marion players there with uh, an equipment check on the helmet. Brings up third and 11 from the Panther 31. Clock stopped at 522 to play here in the second quarter. Mikai Smith, 7 out of 10 for 117 yards for the sophomore in his first start. Kim goes to the slot. To the right, tight end to the left, trips right. And on third and 11 from the 31, Smith stands in the gun one more time. Back to pass, looking, looking, has time, made in his face, fires, deflected, and incomplete. Off the hands of Kim near the 30-yard line, and Chase Barlow lurking in coverage behind him. Again, excellent pass rush from Nate Perlman, just blew up the back who uh, tried to help. Yep, and, and really forced the quarterback to probably just release it a tiny bit earlier than he wanted to. 
did get to the receiver's hands, could have been caught, but just, you know, it happens. Fourth and 11, four down territory here from the Panther 31. See what Coach Joe Augustine can drum up here for his sophomore quarterback. Taking an awful long time to get that play in. Yeah, they may need to talk things over over a timeout here. Yeah, I think the way they're holding they must. All right. send oh, he's going to send it back in, but this Boy. is going to be tight. He's going to have to watch that back yeah, judge. There yeah, go. there's the timeout. Yeah. Okay. All right, so each coach is taking a timeout uh, so far. Lower Marion, big 4th and 11 when we come back. Panthers defense trying to get off the field. They lead it 21-6. Glad you're listening on HavenFootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Strathaven 21, Lower Marion 6. The Aces with a 4th and 11 upcoming here at the Strathaven 31-yard line. Panther defense trying to come up with a pass rush, but, well, we've already seen a run on 3rd and 15. Gashed them for 20 uh, on the opening drive of the game, so see what the Aces can drum up here. Jack Leto in the backfield alongside the sophomore quarterback, Makai Smith, who's been, frankly, on fire for the first quarter and a half here. Two receivers to either side in this shotgun look. Fourth and 11. Rolling to his right is Smith. Gets a block from Lito. Now in trouble. And they've got him wrapped up. And down he goes! Nate Perlman! All the way back at the 46-yard line on fourth and 11. And he's been a man possessed here tonight on three straight pass rushes. Perlman swallows him up. Panther... Offense will come out on the field at their own 46-yard line. Big loss of 15. Yeah, and he was, he was on a, you know, a man possessed. He he broke that line, and you knew exactly where he was going. He knew what they were going to try to do, or he felt he did, and he was not going to be denied, and the quarterback really had nowhere to go. Three consecutive plays, he's in the backfield blowing up whatever Laura Marion wants to do. First and 10 at the 46. See if the Panthers can answer quickly here. Under center is Milligan. They play fake. Back to pass. Looking. Has a man out there. Schuler behind everybody. Has it at the 20. Steps away from one man. And he will take it on in. 54 yards later. The Panthers on the board again. Matt Schuler having a senior night to remember. His third touchdown of the evening. Right on the money. Milligan to Schuler. They've connected three times this year. All three of them have been touchdowns. I was going to say before that snap, I was thinking to myself, you know what would be good right here? A shot play. Yeah, exactly. After a turnover, take their shot, and there it was. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and Shankweiler, four for four, 28-6. Panthers on top. Still 4.58 to play here in the second. We'll take a short timeout, and... Lower Marion offense back on the field when we come back on HavenFootball.net. 
selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. One play, 54 yards on the scoring drive. Matt Schuler and Sam Milligan connect for the third time this year and... Two rushing and one receiving touchdown for Schuler tonight. 28-6. Panthers on top of the aces. High, low line drive kick. It's going to, again, be a touchback here. Charlie Shankweiler, just uh, <laughs> some extra adrenaline tonight. His <laughs> third touchback of the uh, first half here on the kickoffs. Well done. A couple of quick updates. Innerboro has a 21-7 lead on Avangrove. Garnet Valley now up 29-6. And Springfield fumbled the kickoff. Garnet Valley recovered. Oh, boy. Wheels falling off a little bit there for uh, Springfield on their home turf tonight, and the Jaguars uh, with a chance to turn that into a four-score game. And how about Interboro again, fighting for their playoff lives, leading, you said, 21-7? 21-7 with just under two minutes to go in the first half. Yep. Conestoga is marching against uh, Marple Newtown. They're at the 17 with 39 seconds to the half. Okay. Good games in the Central League tonight. Along with what's going on here. 28-6. Panthers on top of Lower Marion. First and 10 for the Aces at their own 20-yard line. Two receivers to either side. Shotgun look here for Makai Smith. Receiver or running back on his right. He takes, gives that handoff, and this is Lido going nowhere. Nice work, and in fact, they'll lose a yard or two into the arms of Nate Perlman. Again, got some help from Ben Farball. But Lido, nothing... Just no room right there. Well, you know, Lermarin's played a, a reasonably aggressive game. They got points on the board. They they've been moving the ball. They just can't kind of finish it. They're they're just they're just a little bit short of of what could be a a competitive team in the Central League. I think it's just uh, and hopefully this is just things uh, good things for them to come in future years as well. Well, with a sophomore at quarterback in yep. his first start tonight, that's a good sign. Several underclassmen uh, are the receivers here. Two receiver to either side. On second 11, Smith back again. Firing down the seam again, incomplete. Receiver Looking for Zhang and yeah. never saw it. He looked back, and the ball was already at kind of near his Already at his hip, yeah. yeah. And incomplete, it falls. So Smith started seven for his first nine, and now has missed on his last three. So it turns into third down and 11 here very quickly. Nate Harrington checks in as a pass rusher. Farabaugh checks out along with Jason Williams. Panthers with a nickel look here as Ben Milligan steps into Sam the secondary. Milligan. Sam, yes. Here I said Ben. <laughs> I said Ben. That's his younger brother, uh, freshman. We'll, we'll talk about him during wrestling season. But Sam is into the game now as well. Third and 11 from the 19. Lower Marion with two receivers to either side. 4.02 to play here before halftime. Makai Smith takes the low snap, steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to scramble for it. Looking for room at the 25. Ooh. Ball is loose, and the Panthers are on it. Let's see who's on top of the football. Is that Barlow? Chase Barlow with a fumble recovery, I believe, or was that Ethan Barrar? 
I couldn't see. There was a pileup right in front of the Panther bench and uh, too many silver and black helmets in the way here. And so nicely work, nice work there by the Panthers, and Smith coughs it up. And now Panthers 28-6 lead and looking for more as they'll spot it right on the 25-yard line. Excellent field position. And again, third and long, that's, that's just a tough spot for any defense. Yep. All right, gain of six on the play, but first and ten here for the Panthers. Wing left is Schuler. Barlow in the backfield. They give it to him off the left side. He's going to cut it back into the secondary. He goes, oh, oh and he tripped up. The turf got him again. He was pulling <laughs> away, and down he goes at the 11-yard line, or maybe the 12. Gain of 13 for Barlow. He was, he was on his way. He was on his way. <laughs> Panthers trying to score quickly after a turnover again. That would have been pretty quickly. All right. Clock ticks, 3.30 and counting to play here in the second quarter. Panthers knocking on the door, first and 10 at the 12. Barlow shifts to a wing right. Wing left is Schuler. Single setback, Fuscus, and they give it to Fuscus off the right side. He'll bang his way inside the 10, down to the 8. Gain of four more for the junior fullback. Nine carries, 87 yards for Bob Fuscus, and he had the first Panther touchdown of the evening. Nice tackle there by Phil Cook. Brings up second down. And call it uh, seven or eight, I guess. They'll put it down at the nine. Tight end to the right, Mason Green. To the left, Nate Perlman. Wing to the left is Schuler on second down and eight. Give inside. Fuscus is going to bang his way inside the five, maybe to the four. All right. Gain of five more. Panthers inching ever closer to a four-score lead. Well, this is as much fun as it would have been if... uh, Barlow? Barlow, thank you. There you go. Brain freeze. If Barlow had gone in on that run, uh, this is technically a more effective way to run your offense because you're just bleeding all the time off the clock. Third down for the Panthers and about two. From just inside the five, Milligan under center. Give is to Barlow off the left side. He's going to shed one tackle and then not much else. I think he's still short of that. Excellent job by 57, David Schaefer crashing in on the stop. And fourth down. Fourth and a yard. So just a yard for Chase on that one. Seven carries for 32 yards. Quarterback sneak here for Barlow, for Milligan. Probably, I would think so. Does it end in the end zone? Uh, That's that's probably (laughs) the better question. All right, fourth and a yard. Fuscus in the backfield, double wing. Nine-man front, and they're going to get a timeout for Strathaven. They'll talk things over, and we'll keep it right here. 121 to play before half, and uh, at halftime, we'll hear from Pete Fulginetti and Andrew Kaufman. We will... I don't know what you want to talk about. I would keep it to high school football right now. Or the Flyers, remember? I I tried to tell you guys to keep keep it positive last week. I'm not sleeping on the Flyers. Okay. Well, last week week it was a lot of negative talk about, oh, woe is me on the Eagles and Penn State and all of the things that were going badly. And here's those Flyers just tearing it up through the first three games. Excellent. How about those Dodgers? Uh, they're, on, they're on too late. I keep yeah, falling I asleep. Yeah. Abu, no Abu Kamara has four touchdowns for Interboro, 27-7. to Interboro coming in hot. They are uh, much, much improved over the last few weeks. That's a team that uh, 
It's going to be making some noise in the playoffs, perhaps, yeah. if yeah. they take care of business the rest of tonight and then a game with Chichester next week. I think Interboro could be in there as a 15 seed, believe it or not. Garnet Valley leads 36-6 to just right. before the half. All right, here there. we go. Fourth and one for the Panthers. T formation, Milligan under center, hard count, and who jumped? Flags first. Uh, it looked like absolutely like Lower Marion. Yep. Lower Marion. Hard count from Milligan is going to give them half the distance to the goal and first down with still 121 to play before half. So tough penalty there for the Aces. We'll move this ball to about the two. So offsides is the call. Nice work there from Lower Marion. Or uh, the Strathaven timeout pays off. Yeah, I can see that was mostly a conversation. It says, we're going to draw them off. Don't. Move. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Barlow We're not snapping the ball. Barlow and Fuscus in the backfield. First and goal from the two. Milligan under center. It's Barlow. One more time. You're going to flag on the play. I think you're going to get you know, Panthers moving yeah, first. You got Movement t- on the Haven side. Oh, I thought side. you saw yep. two guys moving. Okay. Barlow went into the end zone, and uh, they're going to have to try it again from about the seven. All right. So both teams trade penalties, and we'll see what the last uh, minute and 17 seconds bring us. So, again, Garnet Valley pulling away. They're trying to go to 9-0 and and doing my math uh, over, you know, last weekend looking at the 5A. My guess right now is that Garnet Valley will actually end up the two-seed okay. uh, behind North Penn. In 6A. But, uh, right. In 6A. But uh, we'll, we'll see how things play out in other games. But here, first and goal now from the seven after the false start penalty against Strathaven. Milligan under center. It's Barlow one more time. Straight ahead he goes off the left side, driving, and he's going to be into the end zone for the touchdown. Well, they gave it to Chase a couple times there, and he does punch it in for his 15th touchdown of the season. That one from seven yards out, and the Panthers now lead it 34-6. Extra point pending. Turnovers have bitten the aces here. Uh, that's, That's a tough one. Just a 25-yard field for that defense to hold up against the Panther offense. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and good pass uh, kick rush, I guess you'd call it. But Shankweiler sneaks it around the rusher and through the uprights. 35-6, to Panthers on top. Stick with us. Be back in just a moment on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Strathaven 35, Lower Marion 6. Two consecutive turnovers for the Aces offense. The Panthers have capitalized and... 
Punched in the end zone. One on downs and one a fumble recovery. Here, Shankweiler's end over and kick's going to come down to Brennan Else at the three-yard line. Looking for room up the left hash. Bounces out to the right, looking for that far sideline. Trying to break containment, and Barlow's going to ride him down short of the 30-yard line. Marking at about the 29 or so. Nice return there for Else, but Barlow with good speed to contain that edge. So, 59 seconds to play here before half. Strathaven defense trying to hold the aces in check, who have you know, piled up some decent yardage, 137 yards of offense, 117 of those through the air. And uh, again, rush, rushing yardage, much, le- much less productive, 15 carries for 20 yards. Thanks again for Andrew Kaufman compiling the stats as we go here. First and 10 from the 30-yard line. Mackay Smith back, looking, has time, steps up in the pocket and is going to scramble away, 35, and then takes a baseball slide to the 37-yard line. Gain of seven. All right, so gain of seven for Smith. Clock ticks. 44 seconds, 43 seconds. No huddle here. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. They fire, and it's a caught by Gilmore on the far sideline. He's going to step out of bounds to stop the clock at the 47. Panthers in good coverage there, nearly picked it off. Yeah, it looked close. But good work there for Gilmore to take it to the 47. So gain of about 10. And first completion in his last four throws there for Smith, no huddle again. Back to pass on first and 10 at the 47. Fires to the right side. It's complete. Zhang makes the catch. Can the Panthers keep him in bounds? Yes. Clock will continue to tick. Gain of about six on the play into Panther territory at the 47-yard line. No huddle. Clock melting. 18 seconds, 17 seconds. Receivers two to either side. Smith down the seam again. He's got Lido inside the 30, down to the 26. And now timeout called by Coach Augustine with 10 seconds to play here before halftime. And Lower Marion on the move here, trying to get something on the board before the break. I'll tell you, this, you know, the, the problem with this for, for Haven is that anybody reviewing this film is going to look at this passing attack and say, you know, these guys are really – susceptible to, to breaking in their coverage and, 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 and putting our receivers, you know, because they're obviously covering some kind of a, a zone and they're just cutting the zones out and boy, just basically moving the ball at will. That, that, you get a good passing team that's got a decent running attack as well. That could be a little trouble to defend against all game long. Well, that's a le- the least uh, experienced unit coming into the season. And now, again, we're well into the season now. We're nine weeks in uh, as we go along today. You'd hope to see improvement. I will say, overall, there has been improvement. Uh, oh, sure. But, but certainly, you know, if you're looking at um, how to attack the Panther defense, um, you know, the, the defensive line has been pretty stout. The linebackers move very well. You are playing tonight without Matt Schuler in the secondary. He's playing on the offensive side only. Right. Uh, so you're missing a key piece back there. But still, three completions in a row here for Makai Smith. And there he's got him set up with just 10 seconds to play here from the 26. Two receivers to either side. In the shotgun. Back to pass to Smith. Looking, firing down the far side. Incomplete. Ooh. A little miscommunication there, I think. Receiver cut inside, throw in outside, and Aiden Sutherland was actually closest to it. So, with now just six seconds to play before half, my guess is you take your shot into the end zone, see if the Panthers can't put together a pass rush here and uh, make life difficult for Mackay Smith. 
6.4 seconds to play before half. Could be the final play of the half. Barring a uh, defensive penalty, of course. Nate Harrington into the game as a pass rusher in the middle. There's no way they're going to get this play off of the... We'll see here. Yeah, this could be tough. But, again, now Gilmore is going to be split to the right. And, yeah, this this is going to be close to delay a game here. Looking for the back judge to put his hand in the air. Not there yet. There it is. And... Here we go. It's going to be close. Hand in the air. Smith needs that ball snapped. He does. Rolling to his right. Four seconds. Three seconds. Firing. Has a completion inside the 10. Milligan slams him down. Inbounds. Clock will tick. And that will do it. So a good tackle from Sam Milligan. Does not give Lower Marion another crack at it. They'll put him down at the 11-yard line. Dodging a bullet there is the Panther defense. They hold up and will take a 35-6 half uh, lead into halftime. Gain of 15 on that last play. So some gaudy passing stats here for the sophomore, Mekhi Smith, in his first start, but we'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we come back for the halftime break. We'll have the band on in the background, hopefully some scores from elsewhere in District 1 and District 12, and, of course, chatter from Pete and Andrew and Mike. So glad you joined us live around the archive. Be back in a moment on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. And welcome back to George L. King Field at Strathaven Middle School, where the score is Strathaven 35, Laura Marion 6. And the score is pretty reflective of how dominating Strathaven has been, but I will say 
Lower Marion is tremendously improved. They have really moved the ball nicely. Got some great passing, uh, some good running attacks. They've they've done well. They just they're not quite complete enough to really become competitive in this particular game. And the biggest problem they have is their defense can't stop anything Haven's thrown at them. And that, of course, is, they've also had some inopportune turnovers, particularly a fumble at about the 30, and that was just turned into another touchdown. So, Pete, what's your thought? Well, Mike, just watching the game, uh, we've we've seen the Blower Marion Strathaven games year after year, and this is definitely one of their better teams. They have three wins already this season. They've scored 47 points in multiple games. Uh, they've suffered some injuries in the last few games, which has probably hurt them. But what this team can do is throw the ball. We've seen that in the last three minutes. <clears throat> they're, they're down 35-6. When they come out in the second half, if I'm them, I just keep rolling out and passing the ball. Because running the ball, they, they just don't have enough uh, power at the line to, to, to break through the Haven line and, and, and with any consistency. But they can move the ball in the air. And uh, I would do that all second half. It's probably too late to catch the Panthers, but... That's how I would run my second-half offense if I was lower Marion. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you have to keep it somewhat of a balanced attack because you need a running game, obviously, to keep everybody honest. But, yeah, I would definitely go to the air, and I think we saw more of that as the game developed in the first half. Um, they do have a really nice passing attack. I mean, it's not only the matter of the quarterback, who's a second second string. I mean, he's substituting for the quarterback. They had an injury in the backfield, so the, their regular quarterback has moved to a halfback position or at least running back. Yeah, they, they. What I like about them is that they have multiple receivers too. They just don't have one guy, one one guy that uh, that catches the ball. They they have different people, and they and they pass it out of different formations. They roll when they roll out left or right. It seems to open up, uh, uh, you know, guys that are downfield. And it, like I said, if I'm a lower Marion coach at halftime, I'm I'm going to come out and just pass, pass, and pass, and uh, you know. Well, well as nice as their passing game is, it has been inconsistent. And, of course, your fear when you pass too much is that's all they're going to look for. And they'll eventually yeah, pick but up. you got to still stop them. <laughs> well, you, you still got to stop Lower Marion? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah no, no, I understand. So Strathaven's pass defense this year has not been the greatest. There's two areas of weakness I would say Strathaven has. Their kick, their kick, their kickoff coverage. Right. They, they never they never seem to cover that well, and their pass defense hasn't been great. Stopping to the run, they're excellent, and they've been that way all year. So the way you're going to compete with, with uh, Strathaven is through the air. Well, that's, you know. and that's going to be extremely rare. I mean, I, you're, you know, we've seen some decent passing teams this year, and with the exception of Garda Valley, nobody's been able to consistently do anything to damage it. Um, Haverford had a great passing game. I, I'm not too sure what happened to that team. We played they, it. We played a great, great game at Haverford. Yeah, and, and they really played did. a great game. I mean, it was just a good game back and forth, and and a lot of very aggressive play. But in any event, I I think the reason that you don't see very many successful high school passing teams is you just can't get the consistency out of it. And even as nice as Laura Marion has done it tonight, there have been some really questionable throws. They've been he's been rushed. He's been you know had defenders in his face. And, uh, you know, they haven't thrown an interception yet, but it's been close at least, I can think of, three or four times. So, you know, you're, you, you pass more in the second half. Uh, you, you may get some yardage gain, and that's great. But at the end of the day, you know, you got I think it. The al- we already know the outcome of this game. Well, 
It's you know this is very close to a mercy rule. Yeah, Haven's going to get the ball first. If they go back and score, it will be a mercy right. rule. And I think the last quarter we'll probably see the bar, the JV in there uh, cleaning up the game. Most likely, most likely. And then but, we get ready for Radner. But, next but I but I do like I do like the way Lower Marion looks. You know they have had really difficult years in the past. Well, this is their best year in what ninety? What what ninety two? Ninety two. That's well, you know what I like time. about their team this year? They have some size. Yes. We used to play some lower Marion teams that were so small, yep. you would just run over them. They've got some big linemen that you know, compete. They may not be as talented as us, but they have size. And, you know, we haven't just blown through the line on runs. We've had that, that first drive was four, five, six yards that it's popped. So they, they were stopping us, but not right. containing us, if right. you know what I mean. So, uh, all right, well, that's enough for high school football. You know, we're in a number two seed. We may go in a number three seed for districts, but that gives us a, a really good shot at, at the first game and possibly the second game. I think we're gonna, we might get two home games. That's my, I, my I, I suspect we've got a good <laughs> chance of it. We'll see what happens. Um, and then, uh, and of course, we'll see who. Uh, next week, we'll start talking about who we may be playing as, you know, on the other end of that seed list. Um, in the meantime, do you want to talk Sixers a little bit? you want to talk? <laughs> Sixers, I don't know what to say there. <laughs> that, that's so crazy. I mean, Ben Simmons, you know, I mean, now he's got a sore back. And like I said to Andrew, you know why it's sore? He's got a pack on his back full of $100 bills, and it's pulling him down. He, yeah. he doesn't know how to walk with it. Well, I, I, I thought... Ben Simmons having a sore something was fairly yeah, predictable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, you know, the sooner they get rid of him, the better. But in the NBA, the way the way the rules work, after December 15th, there'll be a lot more players that are available for free agency and to be traded. So <clears throat> don't look for anything to happen between now and the 15th of December. But I expect him to be moved by the, by the first of the year. Well, the question is, do you expect him to play between now and December? No. no. Absolutely not. The, okay. They'll be fine without him. And, 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 they'll, and they'll have reasons. They'll say, well, he was insubordinate at practice. They'll, they'll send him home. They tried that once already. Well, they'll keep trying different things. He, he's tried to say he's not mentally prepared. What, what have you been doing for the past six months since your season ended? You know when the season starts. Uh, How are you not ready? Oh, but it's all maneuvering. So he got lost, really I heard, happy. in a $17 million mansion. It took him three days to find the door. Oh, so cruel. So cruel. <laughs> Anyway, so what about the Eagles? Well, I know we say this every week, but this this Sunday could be an interesting game. Uh, the, the Raiders are not they're the a team in a little line. bit of turmoil. Yeah, a little bit of turmoil. Their line is 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 not the big the strongest in the NFL. It's a team you can run against. Now, will the Eagles run? Though that's the question. <laughs> that you is know. the big question. You get Lane Johnson back. You move Jordan Mailata back to. His favored left you side. Got Goddard, you got Goddard back. You, so you, you got have, Goddard you back off the COVID list. He's now clear-cut the tight end one with Ertz traded to Arizona. Can you trust Jalen Hurts? To, can you ask Jalen Hurts to throw over the middle, and will he actually throw over the middle? I, I don't know. I, you, I've seen more throw it over the middle from oh, absolutely. Laura Marion's quarterback tonight than I've seen from Jalen Hurts all season. But what they have to institute in, into their offense when you're down on the one-yard line and you go into the shotgun and no. you hand the ball off at the six, you've got to run five yards to get back to the line of scrimmage. You have to have some of your plays where you are over the center and you turn around and <clears throat> hand it to the running back. 
They don't. They haven't done that one play this year. You cannot be in the NFL. They're running an Oklahoma offense. They are in the NFL. I wonder if Sirianni knows that. Uh, I, I think a he's a little overmatched right now. But as we heard when they hired him, we know we want to gr- grow with you. Which means well, when they okay. hired him, they knew he wasn't ready. Which I think is a questionable decision well, on their end. Well, okay. That's a whole we'll we'll let it go at that because we've got about four and a half minutes left. Man's still on the field. We're going to take a commercial break now. Come back with some updates, see where we're going. You're listening, well, before we're listening to what? It's 35-6, the head in favor of Haven. And you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods, published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media, Auto Home and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Welcome back to George L. King Field on yet another beautiful night for high school football here in Delaware County. I don't know what we've done to deserve the last uh, nine Fridays now. Great. <laughs> but, we're uh, probably going to get snowed ne- on next, for the playoffs. Next playoff week doesn't look too good right now. All right. It'll clear up. I mean, we've had great, great fortune uh, over the last uh, the first couple months of the season here with just beautiful weather, you know, T-shirt or maybe a sweatshirt type weather. Uh, all season long, it's been fantastic. So, uh, again, I would just—we have a few more minutes before kickoff. Wanted to rip through some scores uh, as people are wondering what's going on around District One. Uh, we'll start up in Bucks County. 
Square. Pensbury at 0-8, looking for their first win of the season. They lead Abington 14-7. So uh, good to see that the Falcons still battling and uh, still working hard up there. Uh, Coatesville. Looking to, you know, again, they knocked off Chester last Saturday in, in sort of an in instant classic of a game. They are all over Bishop Shanahan tonight, 32 to nothing. So Raiders are starting to uh, maybe put it all together here in the late season for uh, a good seed and hopefully a big playoff run for them in 6A. All right, do not have a score update on CB East and North Penn just yet, but still working on that one. Closer to home here in Delaware County in the Central League. Big game that a lot of people are wondering about. Conestoga 14, Marple Newtown 10 at halftime. Wow, Marple Newtown missed a field goal on the final play of the half uh, in a chance to cut it to one. But 14-10 uh, is where you leave, where it sits right now. Conestoga has lost their starting running back for what appears to be the rest of the, the game. So they will have a challenge uh, piecing it together uh, after that. Uh, the battle up at Cottmeyer Stadium, Downingtown East 27, Downingtown West 14. So uh, East on top and looking for a top four seed in the 6A playoffs. Speaking of top seeds in the 6A playoffs, Garnet Valley 36, Springfield 6. Uh, it's been all Jaguars over on Leamy Avenue tonight. Haverford all over Radnor 31-14 at halftime. Andrew's been keeping us posted on this one. Abu Kamara four touchdowns tonight for Interboro. They lead 27-7 at half uh, against Avangrove. Just a, a little bit on, on Interboro. If you're a Strathaven fan, you probably want Interboro winning tonight uh, to knock off Avangrove. If Avangrove were to lose this game, that's 10 fewer bonus points for Unionville, which is really the, um, on paper right now, looks to be the battle between the two-seed or the three-seed, Strathaven and Unionville. So every team that Unionville has played this year, if they can lose uh, an extra game here and there, that will help the Panthers. So, so far, Interboro doing their part, 27-7 over the Red Devils out in Westgrove. Back up to Upper Bucks County. Penridge on the road tonight. They lead CB South 21-7. Both those teams, Penridge at 5-3, CB South at 6-2, solidly in the playoffs right now. But, hey, Penridge needs to make sure of it. And uh, to go to 6-3 tonight, they'd have to hold on to this two-touchdown lead over the Titans. Uh, speaking of Upper Bucks County, Upper Bucks versus Lower Bucks tonight. 5-3 and three Ben Salem at home against undefeated Quakertown. It's all Panthers up there. Quakertown 28, Ben Salem nothing. Um, so, you know, that's another team that it could run the table and end up with a top three seed in 6A uh, um, at this time next week. Ridley 35, Pencrest nothing at half. So that will be a running clock circumstance uh, for the second half uh, just a couple miles north of here. Upper Darby and Harriton still waiting for a score update there. Upper Marion uh, only leading Upper Perk 7 to nothing last we heard. So Upper Marion in the playoff hunt in 5A right now. I thought that would have been a bigger score, uh, you know, but that was midway through the second quarter. Upper Marion leading Upper Perk 7 nothing. The other big game in 5A and 4A, frankly, 7-1 Upper Moreland at 4A and 5A Plymouth White Marsh at 6-1. They are tied at 14 up in, Will in uh, Plymouth meeting tonight at halftime. Uh, Wissahickon trying to solidify a playoff spot. They're right on the edge of qualifying maybe. They lead William 10 at 26 nothing as well. Andrew, an update? Update from Radnor Haverford. Radner just scored, cuts the lead to 31-21. Okay, so we will see Radner next week. Uh, so next 
Friday night, Panthers on the road against Radnor to be played at Harriton. I think we have that confirmed now, right? Uh, no, we don't, we don't? actually. Okay. I have not been able to speak to All the right. uh, AD there. So. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. The Radnor right. uh, play again, somewhere. <laughs> construction at Radnor High School this year, they've been on the road uh, all season. So we will play them somewhere uh, seven days from now. Two wins for Haverford, I'm sorry, for Radnor so far this year, and trailing Haverford tonight uh, makes it uh, a little little tougher for the Raptors uh, at the moment. Uh, C.J. Wood has just intercepted, <laughs> pulled an interception for Garnet Valley. Uh, yeah. That was that was uh, at the, sorry that was at the end of the first half. Matt Smith was uh, texting an update there, so okay. still thirty six six there. Well, to give you some idea of what's going on here. Uh, Haven is rushed for 25, this is unofficial yardage now, 25 times for 217 yards, as opposed to Lower Marion, 15 rushes for 20 yards. So that's, of course, on the other hand, Lower Marion is 176 yards in the air to, to Haven's 54. So, you know, it, it's a very strong running game for Haven, and they've given up more passing yards than I'm sure they'd like. And if Pete's right, we're going to see a lot more passing yards from Lower Marion in the second half. But to be fair... Strathaven's only put the ball in the air twice. That's true. And they have about a third of what Lower Marion has on their 18 pass attempts. That's No, and they're 12 for 18, yes. Yeah, they're so 12 it, for 18 for 176. Strathaven, one of two for 54. Right. Just uh, getting an update here in the press box. Bob Jessen informing me. That, so if you're listening at home, that's great. We, we love having you. If you come to the game... Uh, the, the raffle tonight for the 50-50 was a $250 prize. And uh, the gentleman that won it, that's his second time in three games that he's won. So uh, let's fix. Go sit, next to him. <laughs> go sit next to him for a minute. He's uh, He's been the lucky guy. So. Or meet him out in the back. It's very dark there. here in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, we're, we're expecting, you know, if, if the score were to hold here tonight, we are expecting absolutely that the Panthers will have at least one more football game here at George L. King Field, and very likely two uh, should they win in the first round of the playoffs. So, again, not to... Uh, to dampen the senior night festivities here, this is where we honor all the seniors on what we, you know, have to to play it safe and say it's their last home contest. But the way the Panthers are rolling right now, looks like we will be back here in two weeks. So, second half action, getting ready to start with Lower Marion teeing the football at the forty yard line, right between the hash marks. Panthers uh, again sharing it with four different ball carriers tonight. Fuskis, 91 yards. Barlow, 39. Schuler uh, with 68. Sam Milligan, two carries for 19. And the Panthers on the board four times on the ground and once through the air. All right, ready to go here. Lower Marion approaches. High, short kickoff. It's going to come down to Aiden Sutherland at the 30-yard line. Looking for running room, but not finding much. Nice work there by number 20, John Mobley on the stop. And the Panthers... We'll start at their own 37-yard line to start this second half. Aiden Williams leads the offensive line out onto the field. They've been the story yet again tonight, in, including the two tight ends, Nate Perlman and Mason Green. Sutherland checks out two tight ends to start things here for the Panthers as we begin third-quarter action. Panthers moving left to right. They're on the far hash 
First and 10 at the 37. Two tight ends, wink T behind Milligan. He give on the sweep is to Schuler, looking for running room, gets a block from Burrar, turns up field, stiff arm at the 40, and run out of bounds at about the 43-44 yard line. Matt Schuler rips off seven on his first tote. Boy, when he's coming at you like he is there, or he's coming right towards the press booth, it, he turns on the speed. It is very impressive to watch. Give him eight on the play. Yeah, they put the nose of the ball at the 45. So nice work there from Schuler, 71 yards rushing. And two rushing touchdowns and one through the air tonight so far for the senior. Again, two tight ends. Again, Schuler wing to the left. It's Barlow off that left side. He cuts up field. He's got a first down and more. It bounces it. 45-40. Still on his feet. Stiff arm at the 35. And Barlow gets the legs going that time. Gain of 20. Two get up a little gingerly. He's favoring an ankle right now. It's Jay. Sorry, Sam Zeng. Jay Zeng, his older brother, already out of the lineup for Lower Marion. And Barlow not making it any easier on them with a gain of 20. Yeah, and a Panther first down. Zang's going out. Yeah, that's not a good sign there. They're already shorthanded in the, uh, at the skill so, positions yeah. tonight. So they'll snap it from the 36-yard line. First and 10. Panthers on the move again. Motion man is Schuler. Gives to Fuscus off the right side. Straight up the middle. He cuts. <laughs> I was going to say off the right side, but that's really off the right guard. And, yeah, uh, that's center, right. right up the center gut. there. And just, just favorite way to run. Good perfect, uh, good blocking up front there on the interior line by Jack Beck and friends. They'll put it down to the 29, gain yeah. of eight more, uh, seven more for Fuscus. Clock ticks, 10.55 and counting to play here in the third. Yeah, of Second down and two. Go ahead, Haven scores here. It's going to go to Mercy. Second down and two. Fuscus again, straight up the middle. He's got a first down, not much more than that, but enough to move the chains as they cross the... Or put it down to the 25-yard line. Gain of three for Fuscus. That puts him over the century mark for the evening on just 12 carries. Clock continues to run as they reset the chains. First and 10 for the Panthers at the Lower Marion 25-yard line. Looking for more here. And you mentioned it, Mike. You get up to a 35-point spread here, right. and uh, the clock will tick. The rest of the night, except for scoring plays and timeouts. First and 10. From the 25, Milligan gives to Schuler, looking for room. He hops over one man and spins his way to maybe the 22 or so. Nice work there by, again, Charlie Coyle coming in, along with Phil Cook for the Lower Marion defense. A game of just three for Schuler that time. Second down and seven upcoming. We'll try to keep you posted on uh, other scores as we get the most other games locally here just underway in the second half. So, Abu Kamara with a fifth touchdown, 34-7, 10-19 to go in the third. Bucks wow. taking care of business out at Avongrove tonight. Second down and seven. Rolling to his right is Milligan. Eyes still downfield. Now he's going to tuck it and run. Turns upfield across the t- down near the 15-yard line. He's going to be near first down yardage. We'll see where they spot it. They are going to move the chains. Yep, Yep. seven more for Sam Milligan. Just that rollout, it's it's effective. He's shown the ability to throw it well in the flat there. If he wants to dump it off to the fullback or hit one of the tight ends, then fine. But nice little dual threat here. Milligan under center from the 15. 
Motion man is Barlow, and they give inside off the left tackle is uh, Fuscas, and the hole closed very quickly yeah. that time. Who's in G- on that? He's... Gain of four. I didn't see who made the stop there. That was a that was Coil, Coil again. Yeah. yeah, he comes in flying in. Well, a lot of times you don't see him because he's coming in low most right. of the time. But a gain of four there for Fuscas, and looked to be a clear path to the end zone for a moment. Nice job by Coil to close it. Second down and six ball just outside the 10-yard line. 8.30 and counting to play here in the third quarter. Opening drive of this second half. Milligan has the Panthers ready. They give it to Schuler off the right side. He's going to spin out of one tackle and into the arms of Jack Leto, who pulls him down at about the seven. Gain of four more for Schuler, and yep. you're going to get a... Two guys. you got 78 two, for Aiden and yep, 20 for... Uh, Aiden Williams having some trouble there, Ooh. and then hobbling off is John Mobley under his own power for Lower Marion. So good sign there. Williams is going to have... Some attention here. So we're going to take a short time out and see what uh, hopefully all is well for the senior Panther tackle. All right, stick with us. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening live to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. Thanks, Murph, for sending it back. Strathaven 35, Lower Marion 6. Panthers still dealing with an injury at the moment to left tackle Aiden Williams, so he's still down on the field as they attend to him. 8-16 to play here in this third quarter, and try to keep you updated on... Scores from around District 1 as we go. Well, Mike, again, on the road next week with Radner. Uh, Panthers have been, those have been tight games the last few years. You know what I wanted to look at? Maybe you look more closely than I did. Who are the, like the 13, 14, 15, 16 seeds right now? Well, glad you asked. I have that right here in front of me. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm projecting right now Phoenixville at 13, Upper Marion I'm sorry, Phoenixville 13, Oxford 14, Upper Marion 15, Wissahickon 16. So who do we uh, get Upper Marion or most likely? If the Panthers land up as a three seed, yeah. you'd end up right now with Oxford. Right. Uh, and Oxford is what? What's their record? Oxford has four wins right now and yeah. uh, two very tough games uh, tonight and next week. So we're projecting them at four and six, but we'll see uh, see how that all plays out. But, again, if Interboro, uh, you know takes care of things, they could be the 15, and there's a chance that Strathaven would be the two, which means Interboro would come back here for a second time this year. and uh, Looking for some revenge. They're looking yeah. for revenge and playing certainly better yeah, than they did no doubt. Uh, in a couple weeks before Labor Day. All yeah, right. Abu Kamara's five touchdowns have totaled 262 yards. All right, here we go. Panthers third and two. From the lower Marion seven as Aiden Williams comes off under his own power. Here is Fuscas right up the middle. He's going to push the pile. Still on his feet. Dives his way into the end zone. Excellent second and third effort from the junior fullback. Fuscas for the second time tonight finds pay dirt. Only two? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Three last week and two more tonight for the junior fullback. He's done quite well over the last two weeks in place of Anthony Crawford, who's still out with uh, an injury at the moment. But 8.03 to play here. 
in the third quarter. The Panthers with a chance to set up a running clock here the rest of the evening. Well, running actually, clock's already, already set up. Yeah, ball spotted, kick is away, and it is good. Six for six for Charlie Shankweiler. He's been perfect tonight on senior night, and you said it, Andrew, running clock the rest of the way. We'll take a short time out see what Lower Mary can do when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Thank you, Mr. Jackson. 42-6, to Strathaven on top, Bobby Fuscus. Started the night in the end zone and now tacks on a second touchdown. End over end kick. It's going to come down to Else at the 6-yard line. Across the 20, and he is met there with some energy by 15, Aiden Sutherland. He had a nice tackle earlier on special teams and drops his man again at the 23-yard line. So running clock the rest of the way now, uh, even on incomplete passes and, and so forth, uh, with the exception of timeouts and scoring plays. So the Panthers have set themselves up for a good finish tonight and hopefully going to try to come out of this thing injury-free as I say that looking down with great hope for Aiden Williams here who uh, came off under his own power. That's a good sign, but uh, getting some attention from the trainer here below us. Avangrove answers back 34-14. All right, Mackay Smith has the aces ready to go. Two receivers to either side. He's in the gun. Back to pass, looking, firing to the right side. Has a man up the seam. It is Gilmore across the 40, out to the 42-yard line. Nicely done there, Gilmore with his fourth, sorry, uh, fifth catch of the night. Nicely done right there. Boy, that's just a pretty play. And, And, you know, Haven was fairly close. That ball had to be right on the money, and it was. Gain of 20 on the play, and Makai Smith picks up where he left off. We have him at 189 yards passing now. I'm sorry, 201. All right. Split to the far side, Gilmore. Two to the near side, two to the far side now. First and 10 from their own 43. Panthers with nickel coverage. They will rush three and give it right away up the middle. And looking for running room is Lido. 50-40, pulling away at the 30. Can they catch him? No. Lido will go the distance. There is a flag down the play. Oh, my goodness. 57-yard touchdown run. And look, you show a three-man front in nickel. Of course, you attack that with the run. But the holding penalty is going to wipe this out. Uh. It's right at the first down marker. It's going to put it right back at the line of scrimmage, and, and they'll do first and, and ten And that was a huge hole. I mean, you could have driven a truck through that. So I'm not too sure where the hole was or how necessary it was. It's irrelevant. It was called. It's ten yards downfield. And uh, so they're basically going to have first and ten all over again. So a 57-yard touchdown run for Lido taken off the board. And we'll call it second and a long nine as they put it down at the 44. Ouch. Yep. All right. So, good start there for Lower Marion with a nice completion and then a long run, but 
We'll have to try it again here. First right. and nine. Okay. Two receivers to either side. Makai Smith in the gun. Lido on his left hip. Takes the snap, looking to his right. Let's it go quickly. Fires. He's got Gilmore out near midfield. Glavichick's got him by the shirt tail, and he's wrapped up with help there from Chase Barlow. And they'll put it down right at the 50-yard line. So gain of six for Gilmore. Brings up second down and three. All right. 14 out of 20 throwing it. It's a little quiet here because it's third quarter, which means the band is on break. So they'll be back for the fourth. All right. Here's Makai Smith. Second down and call it almost four. Back to pass. Looking to his left. Pump fake and now wants it all. Deep down this near sideline. Glavichick reaches up and swats it away with his right hand. Looking for the deep ball to Lance Kim inside the 20. Glavichick in good position. Adjusted well to the ball. Reaches up and knocks it away. Excellent, excellent coverage there from Glavichick. Right down the sideline. Step for step with the receiver. Didn't ha- really have much of a chance to make a play on the ball to Kim. It'll be third down and almost four. And, again, I like the play call there. Oh, yeah. Still at third and yeah. short, fourth and short, potentially, if the Panthers uh, can get a stop here on third down. But three receivers to the left, one to the right. Makai Smith trying to convert now from the midfield stripe. Takes the snap on third and four. Looking to his left, now back to his right. Fires, it's got a man, it's Gilmore inside the Panther 40 down to the 38. Nice little curl, Nangle on the tackle quickly. But a gain of 12 and another first down. Gilmore, with, uh, I have him, what, for seven catches now? He's been busier, eight now. Andrew's got him for eight. Okay. Could very well be the case. I'm... uh, well, we, we review all this. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, at the end of the half, especially where they were in no huddle, it's very well I could have missed uh, missed one there. All right, first and 10 from the 38. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Makai Smith in the gun, gives it to Lito up the middle. Not much doing this time. Jason Williams got off his block and drops him after a gain of a yard, maybe two. Nice work by Williams that time, junior. Second down and about nine. Buck continues to melt on the third quarter. It will move quickly now. 42 to six, Panthers on top. We're in a running clock circumstance the rest of the night. Second down and nine for Lower Marion from the Panther 37. Smith, back to pass again, looking, fires to the right side, has a man juggled and hauling it in with the grab. Nice job by Zeng. To pull it in over at that far sideline to the 23. Gain of 14 more. 22, actually, but yes. 15 more then. Got two receivers, I think, over 100 yards now for... Yep, that's right. Well done here for the Lower Marion. And again, underclassman with the exception of Andre Gilmore as a senior. But here we go. First and 10 from the 22. No huddle again for Lower Marion. Mekhi Smith back. Looking. Firing to the outside. Has a man underneath the coverage. It is Kim who is thrown down by Barlow and Glavichick at about the 14-yard line. So eight more for Kim. Nice job here. Yeah, Larry Murray's just moving the ball, moving the ball. All right. They're going to... 
jogged the play in this time with a little more, uh, <laughs> not quite as quickly. Mackay Smith, 17 of 24 for 237 on the evening. Second down and call it two. From the 14, Smith in the gun again. Fires to the right flat, no, incomplete this yeah. time. Austin Connor in coverage looking for Zhang in the flat. And yeah, the, the you really threw too low for Zhang to pick it up. Yep. Conestoga has a 21-10 lead on Marple. Three and a half to go in the third. Garnet Valley up 43-6, 7.45 to go in the third there. Boy, Marple's going to be disappointed with that situation. Well, for sure. That's, uh, again, a tough Conestoga team talent-wise. They've got, you know, three or four guys that can hurt you. And uh, Marple Newtown, if, if it doesn't go their way tonight, and if they, they do bounce back with a win next week, I have them projected as a nine seed. Okay. So they could be in that 8-9 range, maybe get a home playoff game, maybe not, but then could be looking at a one seed in the second round. All right, here we go. On third down, low snap. Smith picks it up off his shoe tops, and he's going to be near first down yardage, making uh, lemonade out of yep. lemons here. They'll Got give it to him at the, at the 11-yard line. Nice work there by Smith on a busted play. Low snap didn't help uh, whatever was designed, but good work there to pick up the first down and... First and 10, it goes to the Panther 11-yard line with inside of a minute to play now in the third. Lower Marion trailing, 42-6, but still battling. Good to see Sam Zeng jogging back into the huddle. He went out with a with apparently a minor injury earlier, so he's back out there. That's great news. All right. Clock ticks. 35 seconds and counting to play here. In the third. Three receivers to the right. One to the left is Kim. In the shotgun is Makai Smith. The sophomore takes the snap, looks. He fires a slant to the left. Incomplete. Good coverage from Sutherland. Trying to hit Kim down near the goal line, and incomplete it falls. So, again, incomplete passes. Clock still ticks when you have this deficit of 36 points at the moment. Brings up second down and 10. Clock ticks nine seconds, eight seconds, and Lower Marion's going to say, we'll try the other end of the field. So we'll be back in just a moment for the start of the fourth quarter and see if Lower Marion can find their way into the east end zone at George L. King Field. Panther defense trying to hold when we come back for fourth quarter action on havenfootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961. And they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Thanks, Jaws. Fourth quarter ready to start here. Brian Carroll bringing play-by-play. Mike Mayer doing the engineering, color commentary, and everything else on HavenFootball.net, including maybe uh, patching up the website over the next couple days. Yeah, I was going to bring that up while you were going to mention it. If, <laughs> but, if you're having trouble with the website, it's not you. We had to change the host uh, for the website, and that got all screwed up. So, I what we just discovered tonight, the stat page isn't up, and so I got my work cut out for me this weekend. And my grandson's playing football at twelve o'clock. So, all right, bear with me. 
Andrew Kaufman and Pete Fulginetti helping with the stats and spotting as always. And here we go. Start of the fourth quarter. Second and ten for Lower Marion from the Strathaven 11-yard line. Moving left to right now as we start the fourth. Makai Smith in the shotgun. Rolling to his right. Looks. Stops. Fires back over the middle. It is incomplete. Behind him. Just behind the receiver, yeah. Austin Connor in coverage. but Intended for Declan Mack. Yep, Mack, the slot man out of the, off the left side there, and incomplete it falls. So three misses in a row here for Smith. He's still 17 out of 27 for 237 yards tonight. That is a uh, quite an evening for someone in their first varsity start. Yep. All right, they'll try it again. Third and 10 from the 11. Panther defense. Trying to keep the scoreboard where it is, and then timeout Lower Marion. So we will uh, keep it right here. Or yeah, we'll keep it right okay, here. Sure, we'll try to get you some more score updates here. Uh, Strathaven, I'm sorry, con- controversy up at uh, Conestoga and Marple. Conestoga scored a touchdown that the refs apparently one referee signaled out of bounds incomplete, Ooh. and then was overruled. So it's 21-10 on fourth and one. Uh, <laughs> so. Big play there for Conestoga to stretch that lead to 11, and their playoff hopes uh, would be in very good shape with a chance to go to 7-2 tonight and a, a good chance to finish 8-2. And, and Conestoga could be in the in the mix for a home game at the 6A level. And right, Some, he, someone sorry. not named Abu Kamara scored for Interborough. Okay. They lead 41-14, 11-55 to go in that game. All right, so All right. some confidence there for... The coaching staff at uh, at Interboro putting it all together uh, over the last couple of weeks here, playing much better football. They frankly they should have beaten Chester um, a few weeks ago, lost by a point. Um, yeah, that, that's a team that's hey, they have some weapons and can score some points. All right, here we go. Third down and ten for Lower Marion, coming out of a timeout here. Eleven twenty-four to play in regulation. Makai Smith, three receivers to his right. He's looking that way. Now they're looking for a middle screen and is swatted down by Mason Green. Looking for a little bubble screen on the inside, and Green got his hands up to bury it at the line of scrimmage. Fourth and ten upcoming. That was an interesting call on defense because I couldn't see when the ball was thrown. They're a decent distance from us up in the box whether that would have been a successful screenplay or not. Because there were certainly plenty of defenders in the backfield. All right. Fourth and ten. One last shot here for Laura Marion on this drive that has had some promise to it. Strung together quite a few completed passes and actually scored a touchdown that was called back earlier on a long run from Lido. But here we go. Fourth and ten from the eleven. Here's Makai Smith in the gun. Two receivers either side. Looking to his right. Firing to the end zone. It is incomplete. In and out of the hands of Gilmore. Had hands on it. Good coverage from Chase Nangle to help knock it away. And the Panther defense holds with 10-20 and counting to play here in regulation. Wow. He had some mustard on that throw, didn't he? Yep. It, 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 you know, a whole lot on that one. It, it was, yeah, and it got to his hands. I mean, it was close. That could have been caught. All right. Could have been caught. So the Panthers will keep the offense on the field here, I think, just to get themselves out of trouble uh, as they're (laughs) backed up in the shadow of their own goalposts here. First and 10 at their own 11. Starters still in the game at the moment with 9.50 to play here in the fourth. Turn and the give is to Barlow. Or is that uh, Connor? Coming out of that, no, that's Aiden Sutherland. Or no, is that Harrington? Okay, uh, 16, it, not 15. <laughs> yeah, you're going to give so, it to the senior. Someone got the ball. There you go. 
16, not 15. Nate Harrington snuck into the game on me, and he takes it out near the 15, uh, now near the 19-yard line. Looks like gain of 18. Eight. Yep, gain of eight for Harrington, second down. And about and a long two. All right, Harrington in the backfield with Connor and Fuscus. On second down and two, Milligan under center. Two tight ends in front of him. Straight up the middle, this is Fuscus. He's got a first down and more out across the 25. They'll put it down at about the 28. So give him nine and another first down. Panther offense piling up the rushing yards tonight. And you've got another injured Lower Marion player at the moment. So hopefully this is nothing serious. The clock will stop momentarily, but we'll take a short time out and hope for the best for the Aces defender who's on the turf at the moment. All right, stick with us. Be back in just a moment. Glad you're joining us live or on the archive on havenfootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. All right, good sign here for sophomore linebacker uh, Andrew Cook, who's off under his own power for Lower Marion. So first and 10 from the 27-yard line. Panthers have the clock ticking again, 8.45 and counting to play here in the fourth. They lead it 42-6. to six. Wing T behind Milligan, who's under center. Two tight ends in front of him. On first and 10, the give is to the fullback. Uh, it's Fuscus, who's going to be... Dropped at about the 30, so gain of maybe three for Bobby. Second down and seven, and Panthers, again, just looking for more. Now here's Xavier Archowski, slow to get up, but it seems like he's going to stay in there at the moment. The big, biggest guy on the field, frankly. <laughs> Offensive and defensive tackle for Lower Marion, just a junior. He's, he's going to be a good one. Already is a good one, but next year especially. Second down. And about seven. Give on the sweep. This is Harrington looking for room off this near side across the 30, 35, and bangs his way out to the 38, maybe 39-yard line. Yeah, first down. First down for the Panthers, I believe, and now you're going to get some substitutions. All right. A lot of the guys that you typically see on Monday afternoons in the JV game checking in. Will Luthold on the offensive line, joined by number 67, Ryan Weinberg. Harrington stays in the game, and he'll take snaps under center now as the quarterback. Getting some extra time here for the senior. Also on the offensive line, Cole Miller. And Marco Kaufman is your fullback in the backfield behind Harrington. He juggles the snap. He's going to keep it himself. Good decision there from Harrington. Not the play that was called, but, hey, (laughs) had the ball... uh, Juggled there momentarily and had to drive it himself to the 40-yard line for a gain of about two. So Harrington keeps the clock moving and ball moving forward for this Panther offense that's now up to 363 yards, 309 of them on the ground again tonight. Two tight ends set. 
Wing to the left. And Harrington on second down and eight. This is a give to the halfback. Is that Menneker coming out of there? Let's see. Stand up. Nope. That's, uh, that's, sorry, that's Jay Kitchen in the game at halfback. I'm sorry. Nope. Number eight, Ryan Henry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Third, third time's the charm there. And this Panthers substituting quickly and often here. Out to the 43 goes Henry on his first carry of the evening. Brings up third down and about five. 609, 608 and counting to play here in regulation. Tight end to the right is the senior Jake Pertagon. Makai Clark in the backfield, and they give to the fullback Kaufman, who's going to be stopped Swallow. near the line of scrimmage. Not much doing there for Kaufman that time. And bring up fourth down and about five. So, punt team. See if we're going to get the punt team on. Yep. All right. Panthers get the punt team on and give Sam Milligan a shot to pin Lower Marion deep here as we approach the five minute mark of regulation. It's the first punt we've seen in a while. A couple of games, I think. <laughs> Andre Gilmore will stand deep to return for the Aces. Milligan awaits the punt snap. With his heels near the 30, his own 30. Gilmore awaits at the 20. Snap is a good one. Milligan booms one. High wobbler. It's going to be caught by Gilmore, who is wrapped up by Brandon Miller. Great job by Miller. He's been an ace on special teams all year. Terrific punt for Milligan. Nothing on the return. They'll put it down at the 17-yard line. Excellent job right there by all the special teams. Good snap, good kick, and excellent coverage. Nice, nice punt. All right. So give them 39 on the punt. Nothing on the return, thanks to Brandon Miller. And the clock continues to melt. And I think just like Pete had told us, what we're going to see is just he's going to come out and start throwing like crazy. All right, so some substitutions here for the Panthers on the defensive side. Gavin Pilsen checks into the game, along with Ryan Henry. Andrew Ensley in there at defensive end. Starting secondary, for the most part, still out there, but substitutions in the linebacking core and defensive line. On first down, the give is to Jack Leto, who's going to drive across the 20, out near the 24-yard line. Gain of six for the senior. Looking forward to watching him during wrestling season again. He'll, uh, he's been terrific. And it's funny, he and assistant coach Eric Hollingsworth, of course, before the game were Hollingsworth, you know, big in the wrestling community, longtime head coach here, now assists at Garnet Valley. And, uh, you know, they're talking before the game, well, well, what do you weigh? That's that's always the first question for almost every wrestler in the right. offseason. Well, what are you weighing now? But uh, Lito has had a... Very good football season and looks forward to some good time on the mat as well. Second down and four. Back to pass, and he wants it all. Wobbling pass coming off the hands. This is going to be Brandon Miller incomplete. Oh, Miller had his hands on an interception near midfield. Wobbling pass didn't help him much, but he knocks it to the ground. Brings up third down and four. Ball came out of Mackay's hand a little wobbly that time. That was a wounded duck coming out. Did not quite the spiral he was looking to throw in. Clock continues to run here. 3.04, 3.03 and counting to play here in regulation. I mentioned this earlier, but if you're looking for some high school football chatter later tonight, 
12.10 a.m. has a two-hour scoreboard show. You can check that out. All right, on the jet sweep, this is Sam Zhang off the left side. He's got a first down out to the 30-yard line. Ball popped out, but they're going to mark him down first. And Zhang picks up five on the jet sweep and a first down. And now you've got another injured player. This is bad news uh, for for everybody tonight. Both, uh, Both teams have had guys go down, and right now it looks like Cole Miller for the Panthers. So Billy Brown's going to check in at defensive tackle, and Miller's going to hop off the field. So hopefully, a good, uh, uh, hopefully, good news here. But Panthers already lost Aiden Williams, their left tackle, here in the second half. He is not returned. So hopefully, that's a quick recovery. All right, Chris Andreos checks into the game at linebacker. First and ten ball on the ground. Scramble for it, and this is going to be Smith going to pick it up himself. And the shotgun snap uh, did not go well that time. And still, Smith picks up maybe seven, eight, nine yards out to the 39-yard line. Brings up second down and one. So Smith has done well tonight a couple times to just go make a play <laughs> right when things go badly. 2.04, and counting to play here in regulation. Second down and one for Lower Marion from their own 39. Trailing 42-6, to six, trying to get something on the board here before the end of regulation. Smith back to pass, looking, has time, rolling to his right now. Eyes still downfield, lets it go, complete underneath in the flat. This is Mack across the 50, down to the Panther 45-yard line. Declan Mack's second catch of the evening. Has a first down. Gain of 16. Smith. 253 yards tonight. 18 out of 31. Hurry up offense. Yep, no huddle. 120 and counting to play here in regulation. Three receivers to the left. Smith fires to that left flat. It's complete and coming up to make the stop quickly as Harrington drops his man immediately. Brennan Else got the worst of that. But first he danced with him. Yeah, right. (laughs) Give him a, give little, him a loss of three on the play. Spin yeah. your partner round and round yeah. and uh, loss of <laughs> Waiting three. Waiting for help. Nice work there by Harrington. Tackle for a loss here. 57 seconds, 56 seconds. And Lower Marion trying to get everybody lined up here for another play, maybe two. All right, Gilmore to the left, else to the right, slot to either side. On second and 13, rolling to his left and firing to the left side in. Complete good coverage there from Kaufman right on the back of Lance Kim. Incomplete, it falls. That may do it. And clock ticks. 30 seconds, 29 seconds, 28 seconds. I think the Aces want one more crack at it. Yep, that's what they're lining up for. They're waiting for the ball to be spotted. They are lined up, ready to go. And 19, 18, 17 seconds. Aces will snap it again here. Third down and 13. Makai Smith back, looking to his left. And now coming in low and making the tackle for the sack is the senior. How about that, Nate Harrington? He's been terrific in pass rush all season long as a spot pass rusher, and that's a great way to end it. Harrington with the nail in the coffin on the final play of the evening. Panthers 42, aces 6, Strathaven. Rolling now through week 9. One game to go in the regular season. Playoffs pending. But we'll be at it again next Friday against Radner. Stick with us. Be back for a short wrap-up and talk a little bit more about that date with Radner. Be back in a moment on HavenFootball.net.
High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers here. Keep listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Thank you, Mr. Lawler. The pleasant and happy sounds of the band in the background behind us. And the Panthers making their way over to this near sideline. Always a great tradition. They hustle over and salute the band who supported them all night. And to the tune of another 42-6 victory over Lower Marion. And, uh, hey, another dominating ground performance. They only put it in the air twice. One of them a big 54-yard scoring strike to Matt Schuler. Just uh, a couple of play, one play after Nate Perlman's big sack on fourth and long, Mike. That kind of set the tone there late in the second quarter, and the Panthers shut it down after that. Yeah, it was, you know, absolutely Panther football. You know, they... They didn't have initially the big breakout plays. They just kept grinding out eight yards, six yards, ten yards. You know, nothing, no big breakaways. Laura Marion did a good job of making sure they didn't get beat on the long ball. And then, uh, you know, but eventually wore them down. We started seeing some wide open plays. And again, that one pass play we we talked about for for over 50 yards. So it was a a definitely good night for the Panthers. I think uh, Laura Marion is much improved. I think if they can build on this, if they've got enough underclassmen, they get enough new recruits. Um, they can be a factor in Central League. You know, can they win the Central League? I think that's a big ask. But they can certainly be competitive. And, you know, uh, it's been a long time since I think Laura Marion had a winning record in football. And I'd like to see that happen. Not at our expense, necessarily. <laughs> but I'd like to see it happen. Absolutely. So, again, good luck to the Aces moving forward. We will be on the road next week. Uh, site still Somewhere. to be determined. But they are on the road with Radner. It was, it, it's been talked about being played at Harriton, uh, but we will know more in the days ahead, and we'll post it on havenfootball.net. Once again, stick with us through the next couple of days. It might be a little slower uh, getting stats and play the game and so forth as we have to rebuild a few things uh, in the background on the site to uh, produce again, which just a, a fantastic effort from Mike Mayer, uh, keeping things posted uh, and, well, almost every day of the week uh, during football season, we've come up with something new. And uh, look forward to week 10 of the regular season, seven days from now. For Pete Fulginetti and Andrew Kaufman, thanks again for the stats and spotting. For Pat Clancy getting us set up here in the booth. For everybody at Strathaven and Lower Marion, fantastic job on the field tonight. And, of course, to our band, Nick Pinutaro and everybody else uh, involved with that. Congratulations to all our seniors tonight, band members, cheerleaders, and football players. You've done yourselves proud and the school proud for years. We are proud of you as well. So, signing off for Mike Mayer, this is Brian Carroll. Wrapping things up here at George L. King Field, your final score tonight, Panthers 42, Lower Marion 6. We'll see you next Friday. Good night, everybody, and great football. This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening, and good night. Good night.